Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review. The Walking Dead, season six, the season premiere, episode one. First time again. And oh my gosh, off to the great Empire Records in the sky. He's off making love to Jennifer Love Hewitt's neck as good as it gets. He's gone. Not as good as it gets. Catch me if you can, I mean. Just as quickly as our character is introduced, he is shoved down the toilet of The Walking Dead. Introduced Mm -hmm. just as our... Just to get killed. Like, it's one of those situations you see a lot in television shows where you see a a famous type actor come on a show. And you're like, oh my gosh, we're really starting to know. There was an episode of uh, Lost like this, too, where you suddenly meet this guy that knows a lot about dynamite. Spoiler alert for Lost here for a second. And then later in the episode, he blows up with the dynamite. This was a situation like this. But this was a fucking awesome episode of The Walking Dead. What scope. I loved all the walkers in the quarry. That was such an amazing visual. I liked how it balanced bounce back and forth we can talk a little bit about uh if they got a little too carried away with some of the black and white stuff towards the end of the episode but it was it was nothing really to complain too much about all in all an amazing episode of the walking dead way to get the season started and it's really rising raising up the stakes for the danger that seems to be coming here i I like it and we haven't even dealt with the wolves that are out there or any other people this is just a threat of walkers we might have started dealing with the wolves there yeah, exactly. At the end, at the end, the alarm. Who knows what's what is sounding that alarm? In this episode, we didn't have too much Carl. Carl was only in it for one second, but we'll get to that all that in the recap. Everybody, if this is your first time checking us out and you're in here watching for the Walking Dead season, we like to come out here about 20 minutes or so after the episode airs on the East Coast and talk about the episode live. We'd love for you guys to join us in the chat. We have a chat room with lots of people talking, sharing their thoughts and questions. You can also email me privately at igotissuesman at gmail.com. Tweet me at I Got Issues Man. Call in the show at 781-990-8509. Or you can also text that number. And and also, as I said, jump in the chat and share what you thought of the premiere of The Walking Dead this year. But I'm not alone. I have with me a crow friend and my other friend, Joe. How are you guys doing tonight? What did you guys think of tonight's episode? Awesome. Whoa. Loved it. It's Loved every moment of it. Katie, it's it's it makes me really happy. And Joe, don't take this the wrong way because I know you have a special relationship, your spirit animal over there, uh, Crow, as our buddies over there and uh, pointed out in our email that I'll get to a little bit later. But as I was saying, uh, Katie, I'm glad to hear you're satisfied. I, I'm glad oh. that something is satisfying you here. It, oh, it, make, it so makes me satisfied. it makes me feel good that you're you're feeling pleasure about this episode because I finally know mm-hmm. exactly why. They put out Fear the Walking Dead just before. Oh, let's not even talk. I don't. I don't want to talk about that. So, let's- well, no, no. It, it it just makes sense. It, this premiere was that much better. Yep. Yeah. It was that much better. Yep. No, no need to talk about that. Let's just talk about this episode of The Walking Dead and not dwell That's on what it. I'm, ta- I'm talking yeah, about Yeah, but I, I don't episode. I don't even want to dwell on that. I don't want to do- I don't I'm not, I'm not No, I just don't want to dwell on the negativity of that show. Uh, I just want to I just want to talk about that. I'm not ta- I'm talking about the Don't even bring it up. Can't go back that, there, that man. That this show was. I'm talking about how good this show is. Terry Chance says after Fear the Walking Dead, I would take anything. Finally took you. Oh, I yeah, Terry Chan, Mr. Curl. Mr. Curl. And uh, we've got our. We're also. We are not alone. We have our good friends in the chat kicking some ass right now, chat, talking about chat, the episode. Chat. Welcome, chat, chat, chat. 
Love you guys. Good to have the chat with us. They're awesome. crazy. We love yes, them. It is. It's good to have you guys. Good good to be talking about a good episode of The Walking Dead. I'm sorry. I just don't even want to think about that. I, I did a podcast earlier that's going to be out that I'll tell you guys about on a, on a later show that you can check out with a, <coughs> another YouTuber talking about the fear of The Walking Dead. And I just don't oh, even yeah, want, I don't I, blame you. I don't even want to go there anymore. Uh, yeah. Hell, hell no. Yeah. So let's get, let's get into this. Let's get right into this episode because there's a lot to talk about. And Yay. let's not waste any hooting and hollering about this stuff and let's just get right into it so so we open up (laughs) tim tim gash says okay so you're saying that fear made season six better interesting yes Mm -hmm. uh suntavia major says this was an awesome season premiere worldwide horror says they covered a lot of story dukrank says it's bad luck to have an umbrella open in the house phil (laughs) this is true phil but that's not an umbrella that is a light screen. It is a light screen, but it's shaped in umbrella. And it's funny you say that because mm-hmm. I, I was thinking that the other day when I was setting them up. I was like, oh, I guess this is this not against the rules? Of, should I be it's throwing? It's not an umbrella. It's technically it's an not an umbrella? It's yeah. exempt. It's exempt to the uh, to the superstition? I didn't know yes. things could be exempt, exempt to superstition. That's a good thing to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loopholes. They're everywhere. <laughs> that was not made to be an umbrella. You bought that with the intent purpose. It was made for the intent purpose mm. of being a light could it be used as an actual like interesting functional as an umbrella i'm curious just to keep just to keep um keep everyone's perspective here i know tim said he wasn't as blown away by the episode and cool 85 said kind of lame premiere not as good as last year's premiere i do agree i do agree with you that i enjoyed all in all last year's premiere a little bit more if i'm ranking them but i i can't say anything real bad about this episode i i I like i i enjoyed it and i'm really excited to see where this season goes and and how quickly and again we said this last year after the first episode too I wonder, and I, I wonder if they can keep the pace. And I kind of liked how the show looked. It had a visually, visually had a slightly different feel, a grainier kind of feel again, more of a film stock vibe to it. Maybe that was because of the two colors back bouncing back and forth. Black and white. Yeah. I like the juxtaposition that a lot, of it all. The... <laughs> and uh, I was a little confused by it at first, but I liked it. More. Yeah, no, it, it was used well. I liked that they did the flashbacks in black and white mm. in the. Uh, in the current time in regular color. Regular color in the current time. We'll get into it a little bit as we get towards the end of the episode. I feel like if I have one minor complaint about those is that some of the time when they were ba- going back and forth, they probably <clears throat> a, a couple of times when they went back to the black and white, they were repeating the same thing that they said in another flashback. And some of that time could have been used for even more time with with uh, with Abraham or uh, mm-hmm. or and and Sasha, who oh god, I gotta say I. Re- Sasha being someone that I was kind of pissed off about last season, and we'll get to get into this. And I know Joe had major problems with towards the end of last season for repeating storylines. I like how they progressed her story, and I loved everything her and Abraham tonight and their interactions, and how it showed how she's finding, you know, finding more joy. Has she has come over sort of a a barrier in her place in her head? She's not dwelling on the same old shit. Mm-hmm. 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 I like the bacon eater. Holy shit, we have the bacon eater. I love bacon eaters. In fact, I love bacon eaters so much. Let me see if I can grab it. Wait, 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 wait here we go. Uh, just, just for the record, just so I'm not making it up. Look, look, I have this freaking like little plastic bacon thing in the back holding the walking gun. That's just for you, bacon eaters. <laughs> but some dislike booted me and i'd like to appreciate what well, if you like the video bacon eater says um i don't want to spam but some dislike <clears throat> botted me and i would appreciate if you like 
the video. Well, I don't even know what you're, uh, what the hell are you even talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, let's continue. So we open up where we, where we uh, started off last season. Or we, wait, we open up where we ended last season, right after the shot that Rick <laughs> killing mm-hmm. Pete. Mm-hmm. And we hear the, com- the calm voice of Morgan saying Rick's name as we hear a shift in the, in th- shift in the action. And uh, th- and we hear this line that comes back a couple times in the episode, th- Rick's voice saying, "This may sound insane. We live in an insane world, but we have to come to kill them before they come for us." Mm-hmm. And I, I guess Joe, if we really break it down, that's basically your whole philosophy, right? Yep. yep. I, I I am a firm believer that you never just walk by a zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Carl learned an important lesson. Yep. And as far as I'm concerned, every zombie you walk by and figure I'll get later Mm-mm. is a zombie that later will get you. Yeah, absolutely. Or absolutely. get someone that will get you. Yeah, or- a zombie that can multiply yep. itself. <laughs> it only makes the problem worse. It doesn't keep it at the same. If you yeah. walk by, like I understand if you're alone and there's like a horde or of maybe more than two or even mm. two. You know, Stay quiet but if, and slide by. if you can, at every chance, you should always kill one. If you see one that's crushed under a car, like the uh, like cr- crushed under the tractor outside that store, yeah, there's no reason to not kill to kill it right then and there. Yep, Mercy. because someone not paying attention on their way back to kill the ones in the store tonight, if this thing's quiet, will get bit on the on the ankle. Yeah, they already know it's there. The it's glasses. not a threat. Put something in its head. There's yep. seven of you. Why didn't you do it? Yep. I mean, it doesn't come back to bite them bad literally yeah bite them yeah oh, oh yeah i could have it could they are a threat period short term long term they are a threat yeah so i clean house and more I, of a- i agree you got to get in but what they're doing is they're driving it away 20 miles and hoping it never turns around or scatters off or mm. or the wolves don't come and get it oh my god i don't understand why they didn't firebomb everything in there and and I mean, some some smart Alec might go. That I, I hate to bring it up again, and I'm the one bringing it up this time. Oh, this plan was awfully similar to a plan that we saw in some other show somewhere else, but it's quite different. The the plan to lure all these zombies and do a Pied Piper sort of thing with Daryl in the cars. You see how much went, and I'm not going to talk about this deep, but I just want to say it like this: You see how much. How much, uh, how much needs to go into a plan like this to make it work? You need two cars to distract them, a bunch of flares, everything to distract this group of of a horde, and not and even some one or two can be distracted. And these are people mm-hmm. that have been dealing with this for many years. If let's say like a, a hypothetical, like like if if the, if I was just like two weeks in the zombie apocalypse, I probably wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the best plan to lure a bunch of zombies down the street. No. Right. And I, it, I yeah, it's dangerous. even even at that point, even with that plan, if they had enough gas to move all those cars and all this shit, like, I don't understand why they didn't firebomb them all mm. or just move the truck one There's at a, a time. Lot. The gunshots are going to keep them coming towards you. In fairness you know? about the firing firebombing bombing, Joe, that seemed like a really big quarry. And I don't know if they quite had yeah, that much that much firepower. Big. I don't think they quite had that much firepower. It is big. I think there was a better way to do it. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, so you were agreeing with Embry, there was a better way to do it. There's a better, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't. I don't necessarily. Yeah, any day that truck could fall, and it did fall. Yeah, Rick was right. Wasn't that kind of nice that everybody got to see it? But and there was a. You had to go at that moment. But I think there was probably a better way to get rid of that that mm. problem there. Interesting. So you're not on Team it Rick. It was and- worth exploring. 
exploring. You know, you. Let them one at a time. Four people drag away the dead bodies as you just club them in the head. You're gonna It'll be, take a couple days, but what the couple fuck is wrong years? With that Did you see how many? How much? Like, if we're playing the how many? How many gumballs are in the uh, jar game? How many walkers do you speculate were in that quarry? At least a thousand. I was gonna say ten k. Ten k. I was ten k. I'm okay. If we if we say just for comparison's sake, we're saying that we saw two k on the that other show. This has to be at least ten k, maybe more, maybe like yep. twenty five thousand or something like that is what I'm. Yep. But one at a time, and then you just okay. We're taking a break. We're going back tomorrow. You just keep going through the night because you got you can work in shifts. You have enough people. Mm-hmm. And what? That's the job. Yeah. Job you just creators. move the truck four inches, four inches, or cut a piece out of it for or something. You know, you can do it. That you can just let them out one like they were going to do in the store. Let them out one at a time. Pop 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 pop. Well, four like people drag them away, pop, four drag it away, pop, <laughs> it's like a music, four drag yeah, it's away, like, pop. Yeah, have someone play some music for them so they're all focused on, like, the, the lusty guy on the stage and then... Get, get ball, String Cheese Incident there to, like, start yeah. jamming or something. Terrigence. Melt them into zombie calm. <laughs> into zombie comas for the, for the lazy music. So Terrigence says, I didn't expect them to lead the zombies away. I'm glad it did something to surprise me instead of being predictable. And I, mm-hmm. I, I would say this show does a... The Walking Dead wants to at least try to, especially in the premieres and the f- finales, they want to try to do something a little different, a little different way of facing it. And I'm sure the idea, the idea, oh wow, set for this for this plan came from somewhere that they wa- that they wanted to do. Oh, wouldn't it be awesome to have thousands of zombies in a quarry? And then they kind of built from that idea, or they built from the concept of seeing Daryl ride his motorcycle slowly away from yeah, yeah, yeah. zombies so they could get that for the posters and the yeah, pictures. Yeah, they had to put that in here. All they needed was we some slow, slow rock slow music ride. and some uh, some wind in his hair. Yeah, yep. yeah. of course. I was expecting that. We, tonight, there'll be someone on YouTube with that with that mashup. Yep. So, Ren, Ren, welcome, Ren. Said she she says they could have just blocked the entryways to court. That's what uh, that's what Ethan Embry was saying. That's what mm. Empire yeah, Records was like, saying. Like, reinforced the, reinforced the, the one that was going to fall. Yeah. You know, put a different truck there so they couldn't get by, and Good. then just one by one. Well, at least as a temporary fix, so they can explore some options and figure out which is the the safest and the best plan. Terrachan makes a good point. Maybe with the firebomb and all that stuff, they didn't also didn't want to run the risk of a wildfire. It's very it's very close mm. to to mm. to where the yeah. community is. That's a good point. Scout Dakota, I like Joe's plan better than Rick. So many things can go crazy with Pied Piper Zombie. Mm-hmm. Oh like, god! I like the fact that uh, <clears throat> that shit did go down. Uh, Joe, yeah, well, it can't turn out all perfect. Worldwide horror says Joe, you should take over for Rick. You should try the Embry, and uh, you, you bet you'd bet damn right Joe would stand guard. Would have some guards out there. Christopher says yeah. just designate a walking a walker killing space and use lots of fire. Yeah. Yeah. The quarry, I mean, in a sense, I guess a quarry would be a good place to start a fire if you were going to start a fire. Yeah. I mean, you know they're attracted to fire, isn't that right? So they'll uh, all just kind yeah. of, once you start the fire, they'll all just start walking to the fire mm. and catching well, themselves up. Well, you could do Can't like a, a few small fire. fires, too, at each entrance and exit way. Mm. So that if they do come by, they come out on fire. Yeah. Uh, just for the record, tonight I am drinking Breaking Bud. It's very tasty. Ooh. Yeah, breaking bud, breaking bud. There we go. 
So, so Rick talks. So we get into this. This may sound we live in an insane world, and we come for them before they come for us. Okay. So we see Rick barking the orders. Rick is talking about the plan, about who does what, and we won't get. I think everyone that watched the episode can basically understand the plan. The plan was to lure the zombies out of the quarry and lead them to a death hallway, so to speak, or like a death barrier where they would all run into each other and basically trample each other. And if they did it slow enough, they would all just die. And you can do it in a nice orderly fashion. Is, am, I, am I right? Is that basically mm-hmm. the plan? Mm-hmm. That's what it seemed. Am, yeah. I, am I missing anything? Is that is that was that basically the idea? And to set off flares and have the cars and the motorcycles make as much noise as possible to keep the walker to keep the Pied Piper tuned and keep the walkers yep. following whoever's the leader at the time. So that was yep. the basic concept, and that's where and we're gonna get into it in the episode. But yeah. that's where um, where Eugene stepped up and had a concept for securing the barricades and making it an easy squirt. <laughs> an easy squirt. And essentially, they had to do it right then and there when they were going over the plan mm. because the dry run. because the, the truck fell, and that exit leads them all straight to town. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, they had to use, go from the exit they were they were all gathered at and then start, you know, immediately lowering them away with noise from where they were originally headed. Let's jump out through the top. Let's jump right in the chat for a second. Ren Renwood says, thank God for slow walkers. Santovia Major says, I'm surprised Aaron and Daryl didn't share a whole lure of zombies in the trailer idea. The whole wolves. Yeah. Using- I, Aaron wasn't a big part of this episode. Him and Carl were the two people that I would have liked to see a little more of that I didn't. But I, I mean, I don't mind too much. There's a lot to do. But I think I think in threat of I think em- Ethan Embry was taking up Carter. I think his name was was taking mm-hmm. up what would be Aaron's time in the episode. Essentially, yeah. this, they didn't want to kill Aaron. <laughs> this zombie. Wait, I got to the music. This. Zo- oh, I'm sorry. This zombie's on fire. Says <laughs> T. Watts. I wish that it's Ethan Embry. I, I really liked that he was added to the cast. So. Yeah, I wanted him to hang around. Yeah, we, you know, we're gonna get into that, but uh, I, I, I like him better in concept than I liked him in practice on the show. But we'll get it when he shows up. We'll get into it. They wrote him a bit dickish. And and I think he was a. I, he still stinks of Rusty Griswold for me. because it hasn't quite washed the stink of Vegas vacation off him for me. Let's jump a little bit more into the chat. Uh, Ren Roman says, I finished off a bottle of champagne for help during the show. Don Blast says, I think they wanted them 20 miles away from them. Tim Gesh says, uh, well, I could not do champagne, and he wants a Lola in this room. Sam Burbia Pictures, buddy, how's it going? Easy squirt. That's what she said. <laughs> Uh, gaming says it's horrible that I'm drinking a pumpkin cheesecake shake. Anything that references Breaking Bad is better than this. Morgan, Morgan, even got, if it is Bud. Morgan got Carter killed. Said Duke Chronic. It's got to go to say, glad they killed that Ethan guy right away. Me too. I did not like Ethan. Tara Chan said next episode will be pretty much what's happening back in Alexandria while Rick and company were luring the zombies away. Good point. So next episode will probably be very Carl. Enid heavy and who mm. else is back home? Maggie's back home and uh, Father Gabriel. No, yeah, fa- Father. Uh, yeah. Carol's back home. Father yeah. Gabriel. Yeah. Father Gabriel. Bob, Bob too. No, Bob's dead. Bob. Yeah, no. Oh, that's Gabriel. He's there. Oh, Bob. Gabriel. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. And uh, okay, so, so, so here we go. Let's continue on with our fucking fucking thing here. Our fucking path down the uh, Walking Dead death circle here. The the death quarry. So. Rick talks about the plan and what everyone's going to do. So we switch to pretty much an awesome visual of walkers being stuck behind two giant rigs as we see the layout of this big uh, quarry. 
Rick's telling who does what, and we're not going to get into that. That's why I just wanted to spell out the plan. I'm just going to yada yada the plan every time it gets explained because it gets explained mm. like 17 fucking times. A bunch times. of times. A bunch of times. Do you think they did that so people would make sure that they understood it because so there was no confusion for some people that might not understand what the hell's well, going on? I, I think it was we get in one of the flashbacks, I think it was, <laughs> or if it, even if it wasn't the flashback, mm-hmm. we get Ethan Embry's character finally saying, well, if we're going to do it, we're going to come up with a plan and we're going to go over the plan and we're going to go over the plan and we're going to go over the plan step by step the plan we got to stick to the plan like let's make a plan let's do a plan stick to the plan finally someone said the word fucking plan and i was elated to hear it christopher says rick needs some valerian still and red team yes 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 uh we gotta we're gonna talk about this now how what'd you think when harry potter died Oh shit! We could, Harry Potter's dead. He's fucking dead. Snake killed him. He uh, Bru- John Mc- John McClane showed up at the last minute and said "Yippee ki yay, motherfucker!" and kicked him <laughs> off kicked him off the Nakatomi Palace, though. <laughs> and yes, Rick totally needs a Valerian steel sword. We need to see that. Don't we all? I think we could. Uh, I'd butter my toast with it if I had Valerian. Oh, yeah. I, if I had one of those daggers, I'd be. Anyways, okay. Some people might not know what we're talking <laughs> we about. Yeah, people. People might not know what we're talking about here. So we so we switch <laughs> to an awesome visual of the walkers being stuck behind two big rigs and Rick talking more to the group, telling who does what. He seems to be testing out a plan here that they're that they're set up in the area and doing kind of a walkthrough dress rehearsal of the plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Morgan steps up as the walkers start to push through, and we and he kind of points out in the distance that we see a Mack truck. And and to me, this is the first time I remember just this episode as a whole, The Walking Dead really playing with time exactly like this. I think they've done little flashbacks before, like for whole episodes, but is this is the first time that they've really done those these bounce backs, if if I'm remembering correctly. I mean yeah. someone I think, can Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Tim Gresh, I don't really remember it. I know there's been flashbacks, but but not exactly like this. this. Wait, why are we talking about Harry Potter? What did I miss is Terry Chan. <laughs> Steph- yeah, I, I missed something too about the Harry Potter. Oh, stuff, it was in the it was in the, right. it was in the chat. Uh, Tim Gresh says, "So Phil, did Cersei show up? Yeah, she rode in on a uh, mm-hmm. uh, on a mm-hmm. horse. But we, I, I don't know. I just got <laughs> I got. Con- I got confused a little bit in this part too, as it all as it all got set up as we as it was interesting that they started off at the end and then they rewound with stuff, which which was uh, an interesting decision from the flashbacks to give us our big visual at the beginning rather than a lead up to it. And someone said something in the chat earlier that usually The Walking Dead has this structure problem sometimes of being kind of boring, not boring, but building 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 with the big payoff in the last mm-hmm. 15 minutes of the episode slow build. Yeah. i think again this is this is them wanting to do something different with which showing you the shit right at the beginning not wasting any time and just kind of giving you the big fucking meatball what, no, it would have been too boring it w- i agree that it would have been too boring if they had just gone straight from uh from last last season into okay the aftermath and then yeah the burial and then the plant finding it and planning it all out and the coup attempt and all like if they did it all in order chronologically i would have been very kind of i really think it would have been it would have felt like a much longer hour and a half yes Mm -hmm. that's for sure yeah Yeah, i'm not gonna say any of it would have been bad yeah we've watched much better with the flashbacks i i I agree with you i agree with everything you just said joe richie i wish i could disagree with you but i'm kidding i can't richie a says i'll be very i'm 
I'm well, very interested how the zombies got into the quarry, who put them there. There's an explanation for it in the episode, mm-hmm. but I agree it's sort of just glossed over and accepted what they say that, oh, this is how these people stayed safe. Every time there was a horde or any group of zombies that came near, they automatically fell in the quarry. But that's a lot yeah, of zombies. Well, somehow they were just... Uh, I mean, a lot of walkers. Funneled in through... Yeah, through natural, natural elements, maybe the woods. Yeah. You know, once they start hearing them, they start moving towards them. So it doesn't matter what side... They're gonna fall in. Oh, yeah, the original. The more that ca- fell in, the more noise there was. The yep. more got funneled and, in that way. And thank you, Tara Chan, uh, pointing out that there was another group that was staying down there, and that they, those brave people that sacrificed their lives to block up that quarry, those people, they deserve. They thought they would be safe and didn't realize that zombies can fall and yeah. keep walking. Yep. Whoops. Whoops. Wah, wah. Worldwide Horror says, when Tyra was waking up, it reminded me of The Wizard of Oz. Yep, or some old-time show. I had show. a dream, and, and you, you were, were there, there. And you were there. <laughs> yeah, and Heath did explain it later. Where he was just like, I just walked by, and people were just falling in there. So, mm-hmm. okay. So Morgan steps up, and he starts to put... We see uh, Walker pushing through the Mack truck, and everyone's focus turns as the far distance of the quarry. A truck, it just crashes down, and everyone goes nuts. We get a great, awesome visual. We see Ethan Embry yeah. bugging out his eyes, who's arguing, we're not ready! We're not ready! And he's right. This is supposed to be a dry run! And this is right. a drill! This is just a drill! Once the truck falls, that's it. Yeah, that's it. He's he's wrong at that point. Yeah, you he gotta go. To be, he needs to be down with Game the over. situation that goes right to the town. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I can't do I can't do the voice, but it, like game over, pal. <laughs> like you know you just it's you have you're forced to play at that point. Mm-hmm. Well, game and over I don't understand how they how they could have possibly built the whole entire uh, wall and brought all the cars and lined them all up right and everything, but yet still hadn't cleared out. The, uh, the glass, the place where the walkers were in Glenn's, Glenn's part of the plan. Yeah, mm. and then and then also, yeah, that just didn't make any sense to me. There was also like, um, I wonder if Rick how said, they needed to go walk through it one more time. I, All the players should have known exactly. Like, this is where we're going, so we need to build this up. You know, they've all walked the route a couple times now. If they've put all those cars and built the walls and all this shit, they should know their jobs. Like, do you know what we're? There's in no need for one more dry run. Let's do it. It's time. Stop arguing. Preparation is good. Preparation, preparation is good. And preparation H is really good. And what I was, what I, what I missed, what I hope wished we got was the one scene in the whole plan section scene. If we're gonna get all these plans, uh, elements with plan have one scene with Rick Grimes with like a model to scale, like Back to the Future, where he's like, "This is the plan." <laughs> and sorry, this isn't to scale. And we watch it, and it all goes to hell. You know, the whole thing blows yeah. up, and he goes, "Oh, that's not gonna happen in the real the car, car. The car catches fire. <laughs> the car catches fire, or something like that." And, and Rick goes, great, Scott, but that's not going to happen in the real play. Mm. I do need help, Santavia Mita. I need lots of help. Uh, I wish Dara would stick his man meat in my quarry. What? Whoa. Did someone hack into my account and posting? Whoa. Is that you, Joe? I didn't what? post this. I think someone ha- hacked into my uh, account and is posting from my account. From what account? From the from the Uh-oh. YouTube account. Give me a second here. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. Someone someone has taken me over in posting. I, I don't believe it's not Joe. Ban Phil from the chat. It's not, it's not me. Okay. Mm-mm. 
It's definitely not me. Anyways, we'll continue. So Morgan steps up as the walkers start to push through the Mack truck, and everyone focus turns in the quarry. Phil, Phil, seriously, it's not me, so you should change whatever you need to change right now. Okay. So, but anyways, so Morgan steps up as we push through the Mack truck, and everyone's focus turns in the quarry, and the truck crashes down. Everyone's going nuts. We see Ethan Embry that argues we're not ready, and we see Sasha, Morgan, and the whole crew is out, and they're stop, and it's they're all in stopping the horde mode, and they're all kicking some mass so everyone mobilizes as we see daryl with an awesome crossbow shot where he's setting up a shot and we see glenn and that douche nicholas from last year talking then we get uh ethan embry going blah 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 this is supposed to be a trial talk a little bit about ethan embry while i, while I go look into something joe um, I'm Why sorry, me? I was a little spaced out there for a second. Ethan Embry, well, they were, it all happened and went down, and they had to go with the plan now. Ethan Embry was whining. It, it's, it's a dry run. Yeah. It's supposed to be a dry run. It's supposed to be yeah. a fucking dry run, but it's not a dry run. It's definitely yeah, not a dry run. It's it, not dry that, anymore. Like I said, once that truck falls, it's not a dry run anymore. Nope. It's time to stop whining and, and start and start doing. We are well saturated. And uh, I, I don't you know, this if it was all in chronological order, it would be easy for me to say what happened next. But I, is there like a flashback scene that happens next at this point? I think, uh, yeah, and you I'm know, because the action's about to start, so mm -hmm. they, they shoot off some guns and they and they get going. But mm. so there's a little bit of action, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, of we action don't have there. the notes, Phil. Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Okay, so they they argue, and Embry's like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, this is only supposed to be a trial, and he runs off. Rick's team stops up and shoot, starts shooting off flare rockets as we see a sick visual mm -hmm. of one walker slipping through the truck hole as the herd is on the move, and the walkers look scary and scarier as we just keep yeah. seeing more and more pile out and pile out, pile out, and uh, we, we see our opening in The Walking Dead. Bam! Well, there's a, like one gets shot with an arrow from Daryl. He's ready for him. You know, someone else shoots one in the head, I think, or, yeah. or hits one. It was but, nice yep. to see all the zombie action again. It was. I, I really liked all the uh, the skin wide aerial and... shots. <laughs> <laughs> the royal blunts ask, "Is that bird really talking?" Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is. It's a bird that's really talking. Here we go. Yeah. I trained it. I trained this crow, and uh, in four different languages. But um, we're not going to have Pig Latin doesn't count. Katie Crow show off at all. So. <laughs> ah. Okay, so uh, the bird's really talking. Well, you're right. The truck falls off and hits it. Abe's uh, going oh, no. I'm Ethan Embry. Oh. <laughs> oh, death. Real awful, awful death. <laughs> A day late. Abe's going to engage the walkers that are breaking away from the road. And uh, that was fun. That was fun. fun. fun that fun. was a fun scene between the two of them. And, yeah. and again, that whole I'm setup. Living. Yeah. Get busy living or get, get busy, busy dying. Oh, I, lo I love it. He talks. In Royal Blunts, I love you. Where? Why Why can't I find the ones I like anymore? But anyways, Santovia yeah. Meteor says, uh, Santovia. <laughs> Centevia Major oh, the says, natural royals. Rick had uh, said before that the Alexandrians need to learn how to defend themselves. He was right mm -hmm. again. Yeah, Rick is always right when it really comes down to it. Uh, no, well, no, he's not. One he's not always where he's right. wrong in one of the in one of the uh, building scenes, and he's like, "All right, take them all out." It's like, ah, uh, you just got finished telling someone that you needed 
to train them all. Mm. This, oh, that's yeah, not yeah. training. That's you can uh, do it, guys. throwing you can them into the it. slaughter. These yeah. people have barely barely mm-hmm. seen any any of the walkers. They've had haven't had to deal with them that many. You no, know, you're so. gonna show them how before you throw them in the fray, just right. like with Carl. Absolutely. Right. You know, and and that's where uh, Morgan was right. And yeah, thought you, you said no, no chances. chances. Like yes. trying to get him killed. Is different than him dying on his own or killing him. I love Ethan Embry in that scene. Blitz yeah. like it's like no guns. Use your shovels. So he yeah. puts away his gun and then puts up his hands his without fa- a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> Blitches says, finally back to a show with communication, where people are actually talking. Beautiful. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You guys in the chat are cracking me up tonight. Uh, So we go, I think, so we go back to the color switch right after that, right when we come back in from our break. And this is where we get into, uh, we we go back to the black and white. And we see we're in the past. And we see Father Gabriel walking up to Deanne in the dark, dealing with what happened as she looks at him and uh, says, you were wrong. You were wrong, meaning you were wrong. You were wrong about Rick being being bad and Rick causing the death of people, or something mm-hmm. like yep. that. Whatever it was, all the shit he was talking. Yep. Yeah, projecting all his demons on all of the people around him that mm-hmm. saved his life thus far. Exactly. Multiple times. Wrong. You're you're evil because you killed cannibals that were coming to kill and eat us all. And that had eaten parts of one of our friends already. Right. So then we get in, we see Abraham, uh, Mother Dick himself. Uh, well, Kevin. Yeah, big I love Kevin. It when he talks. He needs to talk more. Yeah, we, yep. need, we need even more. We need as much, as much uh, Abraham as we can get in the episode. Yeah. Speaking of Mother Dick, Big Kev, welcome. Big Kev's listening Mother to us. Dick. How's it going, our Mother Dick friend? Eugene and Heath's hair game is strong. Do you guys agree or not with the strong hair game like you yes, guys? Yes, I respect the hair game. DJ yes. and DJ Better can't post in the live chat. What the fuck is wrong with the live chat? Are people are caught hacking me? People can't jump in. What the hell is going on in the live chat? Yeah, it's weird. I can't believe you got hacked. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. They had the balls to to fuck your shit. Yeah, whatever. The... People can, fu- but that's the time you can fuck my show. What can I really do about it while I'm mm-hmm. like doing the show? Mm-hmm. I can't really like, stop the show and be like sign out, sign out, and everything. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm kind of kind of helpless with my dick in my hand right here. To be mm-hmm. honest with you. <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, let me pause the show for a second while I figure out what's going on. Oh, my intermission. God. Yeah, intermission. Intermission. Listen, do the bird dance. Do the bird dance. A day late says, Car- Carter was Chevy Chase's son in the National. Yep, in uh, Vegas Vacation. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was also mm-hmm. in... Uh... It was also in the one of the greatest rock bands of all times. The that, yeah, the Wonder, the O'Neaters. That's the O'Neaters. O'Neaters. That's O'Neaters, Joe. O'Neaters. <laughs> one of the O'Neaters, man. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and good question from Richie. Where the hell is Abraham getting all the clues? I quit. I quit. That that great hit alone. Alone with and your principal. And where is? Your Anyways, bass player. So, uh, so Richie A says, where the hell is Abraham getting all the booze from? Mm. Father Gabriel, I'll help. Rick, no. And then, I, I love that moment when Car- Father Gabriel is like, I'll help. And he just goes, no. Yeah, no, no hesitation. Just nope. Back to yep. business. You can't be trusted in your... Weak and pathetic. Exactly. Yeah, no, he, he needs to humble himself and prove himself before he can go out on missions for, like... Really, Father? Just let him die. Just let him die. Yeah, I'd be glad if he was gone already. I, I don't see the point. Like, they're not going to die on their own, Rick, if you keep protecting them. Yeah, seriously. 
<laughs> well, it's well, he's got this, his conscience showed up. So I think I have a feeling if Morgan didn't show yeah, up there, r- that that situation in Alexandria might have changed, might have been dealt with a little bit differently by Rick. In the gaming, I got to agree with you. A few, a few more shoots. Uh, Gabriel is a cock. Yeah, Gabriel's a cock. Sorry, a total cock. Okay, a doodle do. So we get Abraham Mother Dick burying, uh, burying uh, the body of Deanna's husband. I'm blanking on his name right now. So in drinking, Reggie. Reggie, thank you, Kitty. So and he's drinking and he's also pouring out some liquor for his fallen homie, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but bring to bring up to Richie's point again, he has enough booze that he can pour it out without caring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a little. So I mean, he he gets whatever uh, the doctor's stock had. The doctor had a lot of stock. He was getting drunk all the time. Fair enough. They got a good store. Mm-hmm. They have chocolate True. bars. They got a big house filled with supplies, food supplies. Yeah, abusive husband was an alcoholic, so he must have a stash. You know, there's got to be a lot of liquor stores. There's got to be a lot of liquor that they've found in cabinets. And you know, like, mm. that's one of the things people are going to bring back. I, I, I'm well, not down with drinking in the apocalypse. Yeah. but They need it for first aid before getting drunk on it whoa terrachan i i i know that's not you so <laughs> i don't know who's doing that and i don't know what's going on guys i'm so sorry someone has hacked oh. the chat so we, we have some we have a, a uh a so the best way to do it is just ignore it there's nothing we can do about it right now so with all that with all if you want if you want if if it's bothering you so much please step away for the night and come back and watch the video later. I don't want to see you get fucked, but I I'll know if something ridiculous comes up it's not you. Again, so uh we'll continue with all so we're drinking and we pour some liquor out for our fallen homies and uh we it's a long lingering shot on 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 him on Gabriel. So we go after Jesse's family dealing with the fallout of the situation and Ron uh Ron runs out freaked out, which is her other son, not the little kid that Carol's cookies kid mm-hmm. and, and runs out the away. The adolescent that we didn't see much of. Yeah. I only thought she had one kid. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I forgot two. about I, this kid. Yeah. He was like he hung out with Carl a couple of times. Yeah, yeah he, he was... I remember that like later, but I was mm-hmm. like, who's this other kid on the couch? Yeah. Exactly. He, he was the one that we didn't really didn't really make an impression on anybody. Yeah. So uh, we go after. So we go to Tara, who's uh, taking, who's been taken care of, and then we go to Glenn and Nick is dealing with some fallout of uh, their situation from last year. And uh, Glenn comes in, and Tara kind of starts cracking jokes immediately about being her family being in Scientology. And uh, Glenn is happy, and and we see Maggie too. Maggie's not really in that much of an episode. Uh, Abraham was burying was Reggie, was Reggie, Deanna's, Deanna's husband. husband. <clears throat> Absolutely, and uh, <laughs> so we also have uh, Dom Blast. Yeah, uh, one for his homies. <laughs> yep, show him respect. Terratran, I'm so sorry. I I don't know what's going on. It's kind of hard for me to figure this out right now. This is a new problem. We haven't really had this problem before. Uh, Packer, by the way, I don't have a ball sack. I'm a girl. Uh, yeah, <laughs> wait, Cookie Bitch is back. So, uh, so then Glenn and Maggie have a moment, and it's more a moment, more of a moment than they had most of the second half of last mm. season. And we also get Eugene, who says, "Holy shit!" He runs in. He's so happy that nothing happened to her. She's so happy that nothing happened to his hair. And yeah. they have a nice, lovely moment. And it's it's and, and they do. I, I liked Eugene a lot in this episode. This was a very yeah, me too. This was a very Eugene heavy episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
It really was. And he, he had a lot to do, even with if you connect it to the end of the episode when he uh, was the one that spot, was in the spy shack uh, listening to Ethan Embry talk about how he should kill Rick, which was, you know, mm. if we want to talk about dumb plans. Oh, I didn't hear nothing. Uh, I mean. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I mean, hear what? Hi. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> So we we go to car. This is our one Carl moment of the episode. Uh, we go to uh, Carl and Enid sitting on the water, and she's lighting a lighter, and they hang. That's it. So I think yeah. he was upset about Reg too, because um, <clears throat> just the fact that he was one of the builders, and Reg was one was the architect behind it. So yeah, they he probably was an OG. had feelings, you know. And he's was taking Noah in too, mm-hmm. so. There was a connection there. It's it sucks to lose the good guy. Yeah. And Reggie just seemed like he was a good guy. Yeah, and he kind of got like he wasn't killed by the walkers, he was killed by a fucking asshole doctor who cut his yeah. neck open. Accidentally sad, you know? too. Jeez. What did he do? He was trying to defuse the situation. He got killed for yeah. it. Yeah. So guy got flaily. <laughs> so Carl and Edith are sitting on the water, which I mean, if you're not gonna if you're not going to really do much with Carl tonight, why do we even really need to stop in to see him and Enid yeah. sitting together? But whatever. I guess Remember, we... they're still here. Yep. Yeah, I guess you just... All right, moving on. You need to show them. Yeah, that's kind of what it was, Katie. So we go to this... Nothing to see here. Nothing yeah. to see here. We'll Keep be... it moving. We'll be checking in with these people next <laughs> week. Romance. Yeah. It's... Okay, back to the As someone was saying, yeah, we'll be checking in with these people next week on the water. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that, that kid of... That kid of uh, What's-her-name is going to be pissed. First fucking he kills my dad. Then his son steals my girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess he. Yeah, he could consider Edith having been his in a way. If he was Alpha Kid. Yeah. He probably had the best shot of it. <laughs> Dom says, "For the longest time, I wanted Eugene dead. Not so much now." I Eugene. No, was, I enjoyed him tonight. Yeah. Me too. I did a, a real great deal. Uh, Terrachin says, "I love Eugene from the start. I found him very adorable. He made me laugh, <laughs> and that's how and it's how he worded things." Yeah, I agree. He had yeah. he has a very I love the way he talks. Very interesting well, cadence. It, yeah. Oh, sorry. Technically, I do not have the authority to let you in. Thus, I will not be doing that. <laughs> yeah. No, the apology that he gave Abraham. Oh, last year? Last, last year. The, fantastic. The, uh, yeah, yeah, that was beautiful. And it really redeemed him a lot for me and gave me some hope that he is going to be a good guy. What I loved about that apology, though, Katie, I rewatched it recently, and I forgot about this, that he he apologizes, but then he just basically calls them all stupid. He goes, but you guys are all stupid, and you needed me to do that. It was just, and then that's when Abraham just goes and knocks him the fuck out. Uh, Tara Chin says, yeah, and don't tease me with Coral and give me none. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like, don't, they don't even need to show them if they're not going to let us spend a time. What we needed that moment of seeing Enid flipping open her lighter because she's a badass or something. I don't know. She's the cool, rebellious girl. Look at Coral. She's just in the background. Background. (laughs) Ren Renwood said, by the end, I thought Abraham was suffering with PS post traumatic stress disorder, too. I kind of did, too. I I was thinking there might have been a. He's he's in the middle of a, a little bit of his own break still from the whole. Yeah, I wrote that with the killing notes. Eugene. I mean, that was yeah. He, last last episode we saw was that apology when when Eugene wakes when up when he fine. says you know and I, I'm sorry to you too. <clears throat> Eugene says there's absolutely no need for you to apologize and he the way I he looks at him you. with absolute and utter disgust. Yeah, and he's like I almost I almost killed you. I was gonna kill you, and Eugene is like yeah. Well, there's, there's that. that. There is that, you know, and I think that was that's a big moment. And like, yeah. the, 
he's also thinking about the lie that got him there that almost made him kill Eugene, mm -hmm. which is what mm -hmm. made him stop killing himself. Well, he was about to like let himself die because yeah. of that lie. And he's probably thinking about, you know, those things at the moment, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's why he got in the car with... Because uh, he was hoping that Sasha. she was still going to have a little bit of a death Yeah, I, I agree with well, you guys. I no, I think he just got what she was going through and figured, let's let's ride through this together. Yeah. yeah, And that, he seems to be that type of guy, too, Katie, that he's the type of guy that wants to do that and wants to... Mm -hmm. mi okay, yeah. Loves to group up, loves to find, kind of find the uh, sardonic humor, excuse me, of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, welcome, Laney Love and Terrachan. I think it's pretty much confirmed that he is post-traumatic stress disorder. Tim says, mm -hmm, yeah, well, mm -hmm. the cure is so lame. I mean, what the fuck is his magic zombie stopping powers? Christopher says, I think they all have post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah, yeah How probably. can you not? How can you not? Yeah, great point. But some people around. might thrive in this kind of environment and might not affect them really. Like Nick. I'm sorry. We'll keep going. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But uh, for the most part, everybody, it, at this point, People from the town should be getting post-traumatic, but Abraham's traveled all the way from fucking Dallas. It's yeah. time for him to not have any of this. Like, come on, he traveled all the way from Dallas. He's watched. How many people did they list off that because of because of Eugene's lie? All I, these honestly, people died. So it in, all piles up on top of in it. In fairness, Joe, Abraham until very recently was... This one thing that people don't really do in the zombie apocalypse, I'm not saying this just to be crude, but like Abraham had a current, like a uh, constant getting some and he was, yeah, and yeah. suddenly that's gone. That can make him very frustrated. Uh, suddenly. Yeah. What, that what happened? What? She, having sex with she stopped having sex with him. Yeah. After yeah. he beat the shit out of mullet man. Oh, well, that will start again. But it's been a while now that without him getting any, and he's, and I'm uh, sure. I mean, it hasn't been that long. How long? Uh, a couple Maybe. of weeks. For someone like, you know, like if a you're used to it. A week or two? Come if on. you're used to it every day, though, and you suddenly don't get it. Oh, he wasn't yeah. getting it every day. Uh, he's he, since the whole group. He's Abraham. On. He's getting it anytime he wants. Come on. That's why his mother. how long they've been together, Phil. If they're past the six-month mark, mother, he ain't getting it more than once a week. Mother dick in, Joe. Mother dick in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. A day late says, Abe wants to go on the suicide mission. I think the next show is how getting out of the car to redirect the walkers. Tara Chan says, I think they meant medical cure, so living people would be carriers or something that would reverse the walkers. Tim says, no, Abe travels from Houston, Joe. Uh, seven people died because, because of uh, Eugene from Houston. Dom says, Abe listened, uh, listed about nine people. But uh, Critch says, by this time, everyone should be batshit crazy or they uh, started yeah. batshit crazy and this is their dream life. Laney Love says, Abe was missing his ad her adrenaline rush. Duke Crunk says, Eugene says all the names of the people too. Christopher yeah. says, Carol, Michonne, Rick have channeled their post-traumatic stress, dis stress disorder into action, but are now psychopaths mm -hmm. to one extent. <laughs> to one extent. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a fine Agreed. line. It is a fine line. And some people walk that line better. Rick is somebody that walks that line tremendously well for whatever it's worth, in yes. my mind. Yep. He knows how to turn on the crazy when he needs the crazy. Yeah. I, I, I think for the most part, our core group is largely surprisingly sane. Mm. Surprisingly well-adjusted. Especially and people... Yeah. Especially Rick. Rick, Glenn, Daryl, they're all pretty. Yeah. Our three mm. big, you Carol. know... Like, the, I mean, Rick is kind of lucky he does have a couple of people that keep pulling him back from taking that. Do you think yeah, I final think he would have gone way over, over the, the edge, edge. Do way you, back when? Do you think part of it? Do you think part of it is the fact that Rick knows that there are people around him that could theoretically take him down if he went too far? Yes, yes. and absolutely they would. And yeah. 
Like, I think if he kills that guy and that, that's got that gun on, if he kills Ethan Embry, Early. Uh, that's the end of it for Rick. Yes. Because uh, this isn't this, you know, this is not, it can't be a Rick Ocuracy when, you know, no corporal punishment, when death is like, you know, Darryl, the death penalty is on the line. No, you can't be. You have to give man. that, you have to hand some of that power over or you will lose it all. Darryl, I think he would want them to take it. If he ever actually crossed the line. He did. And, and to go to that point when he was mm-hmm. at the prison and going through dealing with Lori's death and all of that, going through mm-hmm. talking to ghost Lori and all that shit, he did kind of relinquish his leadership to the council, so to speak. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because his ultimate goal is safety and survival of his family and his people. Exactly. And I think, and I love how Daryl deals with it because Daryl just lets mm. him leave. He goes, yup, you're a leader, but let me tell you where you're wrong. X, Y, Z. Because Daryl yeah. doesn't want to be a leader. He just wants to no. be the, he wants to be the stray guy that can tell the leader to go fuck himself when he needs to. I love, he does it so slick. Like, I was just thinking we yeah. could try this and this and this, but. It's your call, leader. <laughs> exactly. And Joe. It's so cool. Yeah. Joe, just for the record, Joe, it's 560 miles from Houston to Dallas. It's not just the same thing. It's, yeah, no, it's the same thing. No, it's not. I, I agree with you. It's like if somebody says to me like I, where I live and someone said I lived 500 miles away, I'd be like, no, I don't live fucking no, 500 miles no If place. you're standing in California. Dude, right? shut up. You're digging a so, hole for yourself. If someone says to you, you just walked here from New York. You're not going to bitch about the 400 miles. You're going to be, yeah, close enough. I don't even know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so we go to the map where Morgan is looking at the Rick message from Abraham, and he really wants to talk. And he says something to bloody Rick, who's all bloody, and Daryl and Morgan are sitting down, and Morgan says, Rick, you were right, with kind of like a smile. And Rick is happy to see him, but Rick comes over and explains that he doesn't take chances anymore, and you're going to have to be go to our prison house for a while just to make sure. And Morgan's just very appreciative. He's not really caring. He just has a big smile on his face. And Abra- we go to Abraham, who's drinking more, and now he's trying to balance uh, the wedding ring on top of the bottle as he looks to... And, and I thought this was a funny scene. He turns over to yeah. Sasha. It almost seemed like an outtake that they kept or something, because he goes over and looks over to her and just gives her the, like, the peace sign and she just gives this look that honestly did not seem like acting she just like looks no. at him like yeah hmm uh, uh peace back okay <laughs> it was, was funny yeah, yeah. Uh... it was just a funny <laughs> moment <laughs> it was great Which it jump, was great it was a good moment it was it was cute I, I again i said it a couple of times but i loved all their interactions tonight uh christopher says yeah. rick rickocracy when a single individual balances a crazy pragmatic pragmatism to ensure the survival of a group in a zombie apocalypse. That's the definition. <laughs> Rick was... The definition of Rickocracy, yep. Duke Chronic says Rick was yelling at his dead wife's ghost, yep. Laney Love says, I'm wondering if Daryl will stay closer to home to watch Rick. I, I think so, too. I think mm-hmm. he probably will at this point. Maybe, actually, maybe not now that Morgan... He Morgan, wants to go out. He wants to be looking for more people and, to bring back. Yeah. And, he thinks Morgan's that's important. There. And Morgan's there. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. And Morgan's mm. there. Morgan's there. Michonne's there. For the most part, Carol's there to tell him, no, 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 you don't want to just go out in the middle of the road and shoot him in the face. Let's poison him in the middle of the night. Let's uh, let's get him on a raid. Let's, you know, Carol's Aww. there to, for the better devious plan, but he's got two moral compasses kind of in Michonne we, and in Morgan. At the we got a question from our good friend, uh, Big Kevin, who says, who do you guys think is honking the horn? What the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing it's Carl or somebody honking Enid. it in, uh, or Enid in warning that the, wo- that the yeah. wolves are coming is what I'm thinking. 
Well, yeah, there's been, I mean, people have been talking about Enid might be the, uh, like, a mole for the wolves. I'm not sure. Maybe people were watching, too, from the distance, In... watching them try to free them, and were like, fuck that, we gotta, we gotta use them now. Or Joe, that was my, my very first thought, like, watching, when I was watching it live, my first thought was, was that it was somebody that doesn't want the success that's fucking with them, that, yeah. that is being like, haha, okay, you think they're gonna get, because it was so, the timing was just too perfect. You gotta also remember oh, yeah. that there was those, there are people that have been exiled from town. Did Morgan ever tell of his run-in with the wolves, Daylight says? We didn't actually yeah, see that I scene, so. but we have uh, we didn't see him talk about it, but we did hear Daryl talk to oh, Rick yeah, talk okay. to Rick about what Morgan said. He mm-hmm, the line mm-hmm. something it was something later in the episode, Daryl says to Rick, Did uh did he tell you about interacting with those people with, with the W's written on them? We didn't actually yeah. hear it from Morgan's mouth, but we heard it uh vis-a-vis through Daryl talking to yeah, Rick. Yeah, it was implied. Absolutely. Yeah. So so Abraham's drinking more, and now he's drinking, trying to balance. It's just a funny moment. So then we kind of cut back to the light day time, and uh, the walkers are doing their slurpy thing, walking down the road, and a car comes and knocks his ass out. As we hear in the radio, we hear all the assignments as Rick's being our caller, getting everyone in the right direction as we see the bunch of our people, some that we don't know quite yet, but a bunch of people running in slow motion as there's a sign in the background that says quaint, and that's the area that they're at. I just thought it was interesting that at quaint Mm -hmm. so we hear in the radio daryl leads out uh daryl we see daryl leading a bunch of walkers um on his motorcycle sasha and abraham join him at the bottom of the hill glenn you get over there and anyways we just basically see a bunch of guys firing flares again this is more just the plans starting starting to go into motion people are running setting some stuff up and we see the cars and we see a shot of Daryl. This is our big shot of the night. Our Daryl riding up the street on the motorcycle with th- twenty-five thousand walkers on his tail. That's great just great shot. It's a, just yes. a great shot. Like they could just put that shot in every episode. Yeah, and it'll work. For it's me. just going to be a great. stock image in every episode. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think we have a Daryl fan. On He's our, so dreamy. Yeah, Daryl on yeah. bike fan. Uh, you gonna go peck yourself to da- pictures of yeah, Daryl? Crow go sit on his shoulder and ride yeah. with him. Oh my gosh, we got a dirty crow. We got a dirty crow. Hey. Dirty, dirty crow. Oh my. I am pure. Oh, innocent. she's a pecker. All right. Oh my goodness. Hey. Oh, she wants to peck her. Welcome, welcome, Carolee Linda Gonzalez. Welcome. Peck at the bones on that boy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and again, thank you so much to everybody that's in the chat sharing your thoughts about this episode you guys i said it before i could not wait to come out here and just get to talk and read all your Mm -hmm. comments about this episode tonight it makes everything so much more fun so people have such trouble not just focusing on the chat me too me too and sometimes i get distracted or a couple times when i would i want to write or something in the chat uh, as you know people put me in place the chat's no place for me i'm not allowed (laughs) i'm not those motherfuckers i'm not allowed in that motherfucking place Mm -mm. just keep talking i know just keep just keep doing what you're doing buddy johnny rico welcome and welcome michael ovella how you doing buddy good to see you go katie agree says dom blast and yeah, uh, you should. You should agree <laughs> with the damn crow. That everyone gets along better if they agree with the damn crow. That's absolutely. And that's how it works crow. in this house. It is. So people are running and shouting, and Daryl's riding down the riding down the road with the bike and looking all sexy. Oh, by the way, Phil, there's a cat behind you. There's a cat. <gasps> there's a cat behind me. Where the hell's the Watch cat? Watch out, Phil! 
Where the fuck's the cat? Holy it's shit! Stalking you, dude. Betty? Is Betty? Yeah, Betty. Betty. Is Betty stalking me behind what me? Running around? Is the cat? It is a black. Oh, it is a black bam, cat. Bam, 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 oh, oh, black Betty. Blam, bam, blam. Bam. So speaking of being, we go back to the black and white color feel of the past, and Rick and Daryl are talking about stuff. Daryl says he's okay with it, and Rick says it's pretty much his idea. Is he okay with it? And Rick says it's pretty much his idea. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, Bed mm-hmm. Bath still in a cage. They talk about. They talk about Morgan. And uh, and Rick is saying uh, Morgan's going to be jailed, but I basically trust him. But it's just protocol. We need to go through all this. And this is the scene that we were just talking about a second ago. We talk about the wolves. This is where Daryl says, well, you tell you about the wolves. And Rick says, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll tell Deanna. We need more people. And it quickly leads into this whole thing that Joe touched upon earlier that we get into a big theme of this episode which is these people need to take care of themselves. How much can we be expected to do for these people and how much do these people need to do for themselves? If your, ki- if your yeah, kid can't... Exactly. If your kid can't swim, do you throw him into the water without a life preserver and just go swim? Yep. That's what Rick does. Exactly. That's what so Rick it's says. It's excessively challenging. Yeah, I don't care how old that kid is. The, you know, These guys haven't really been out fighting. That mm-hmm. was like a good five or six walkers there coming at him yeah and rick's like now go attack with your shovels when they're <laughs> only used it. to shooting them you can do it you know what i mean like Mm-mm. even Embry later just dies because nobody's shown them how to do it what to do yeah he's not watching his back something oh, simple oh my god betty was up in the congas and i didn't even know it oh betty was trying to play a drum solo for mm-hmm. you guys he was mm-hmm. he was he's a star Oh my gosh, he really is. That cool cat was trying to play the drums, says Critch. Big, big, sexy, welcome. Uh, uh, welcome, good to see you. So glad it's back. Well, I'm so glad it's back, too. This was a lot, a lot of fun. Oh, hell yeah. Lainey Love says, the car that Sasha's driving looks like it's not going to gas mileage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should have used a, they should have used a uh, hybrid. Was I was yep. thinking, that car did not look like it. I was expecting it to sputter out. All the moment. cars they used to line up along the street, that was a lot of gas that must have been used. Mm-hmm. I mean, what were they just like? Siphon out everything as they get the car into position, put it in the next car and drive it there. So our good friend Anna Banana, what do you guys think about Morgan and Carol? He knows she's uh, he knows she's ready, and he mm. and she knows he's not a sucker. Maybe besties, maybe. Ooh, I, I kind of like loved that scene. I so love that much. scene too. Much. I love Carol so. Like yep. we're we're gonna get to her when we get to the scenes of Carol. She, I just I. See, I and usually when I say I love something, I'll say, and I say this a lot on the show, I want more of that person because I really love them. They need mm-hmm. to be explored more. I have no problem anything that they're doing with Carol on the show. Everything yeah. that they've done with Carol, I could not. It's just enough. It's not too much. They j- mm-hmm. they don't push her on us too much. They don't make her Rambo too much. But you can already yeah. tell in this episode, this is leading to her having a big ass-kicking moment at some point mm-hmm. in the season. You can just smell it on well, her. Morgan snuffed her out already. Yeah. And well, because he's like her. He's She's gonna if save his life. Her, you know her. Yep. That's that's just the way it is. He's watching everyone too, and he's got it in him. Yeah. Oh, she's so gonna have a little bit of an act. No, she's gonna have it in her by the end of the season. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. Oh. oh are the- you sure? say that line uh, I know maybe I did <laughs> maybe hacker. maybe that wasn't a hack maybe I'm the hacker maybe mm. maybe that's me dun 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 <laughs> The big twist. The big twist at the end of the end of the show. We get dramatic too. Phil is the hacker. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so then we go back to yeah, Christopher Ballster. I don't know about a halberd. I think I'd go with a spear. 
something that's a little bit less likely to cut my own head off if I was swinging around. <laughs> like, Very yeah, good point. You don't get flaily with but a spear. You know, like a nice, a nice staff like Morgan's or oh, a sword like staff like Michonne's, but like a, a, a nice staff. And I'd try to fashion a nice metal point to the end of it to one end of it oh mm. my gosh oh wow we have a couple more comments let's jump in uh carol's my legit my second favorite character says michael second only to rick tim says man i wish they could trade maggie for beth if they keep doing this shit to my maggie that they're doing this season because mm. I, I, again already i didn't like how maggie's in the politics of it she's i she's know but i wanted maggie to go maggie's an ass kicker yep, she, i yeah. agree Ma no, they really like put her in the background. Why did they so de Why did they deball Maggie? I loved because Beth is dead. They're still fuck she's that. Still Maggie was like a over that. Maggie yeah, was no, a I legitimate. Yeah, she doesn't care. Maggie was as much of a badass as any of the other people there, and I feel like it's yep. just almost an embarrassment what they're doing to her character and making her so. Mm -hmm dainty they're making her it's so dainty it's disappointing yeah. it is and I, i'm sorry i don't want to get on a complaint train but it's just <laughs> well, i love it's I, the same it's the same kind of thing that carol is doing you know she yeah. can she can be in town, okay joe I, I hear what you're saying she joe needs to, she can turn around and stab them all in the head but joe, she I doesn't seem like she's as into it and, and like joe, cold with it as carol is yeah. joe but i carol knows what she's i hear doing. you joe what you're saying but then we need that scene where she turns to matt mm -hmm. to glenn and says i'm playing these fucking people Blah, 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 blah. We need that moment like we've seen with Carol. It seems to me yes. that they just did a, did a quick U-turn of her character and they've taken away a lot of the badassiness of her character. And it just, yeah. and again, I'm not, I don't want to dwell on it too much because she's so little, she's such a small part of the episode, but I just wish that we saw more of the Maggie that I thought I knew. Maybe she's just yes. changed. Yes. Maybe she's developed. Uh, Scout Dakota says the Maggie situation is sad. She used to have some spunk at least. And yeah. Ren says, yeah, Joe, so it wouldn't get caught in the skull. And yeah, <laughs> remember Maggie showing up on the horse to save the group? That's exact. It's funny you put that out, Drew Croner, because that's exactly what I was thinking mm -hmm. in my head. That my that your first introduction to Maggie is that she can take care of herself. She's yeah. got a strong head on her shoulders. That's what attracts her and Glenn, that Glenn is sort of the... F the the feminine the, the 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 submissive in the group and she was the dom of the two mm -hmm. and it, they just sort of switched that all around somewhere and i and i don't necessarily like it no she's she got just, to the she town. faded into the background and yep. just became a shadow hey hey welcome hollow gaming we thank you for loving the stream we love you for coming in and joining us and joining the discussion thank hey, you buddy appreciate What's it up? welcome welcome what well and come what am i saying well and come <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting, Phil. Why what would you say such a thing to me? I know. I'm disgusting tonight. Oh. I'm having a disgusting night. <laughs> I don't get any sleep, and I just become disgusting. What can I say? <laughs> so let's continue. So Abraham, uh, then we go back to the color, and Abraham and Sasha in the car talking. She's still with, kind of with the crazy eyes. Abraham says, uh, are we good? And Sasha says, yeah, I'm trying. Or are, are you, you good? Sure crazy eyes still. Yeah, she's got a little crazy eyes. And, and says, I'm looking to go buck wild with his uh, breath impaired. I she says, she says, I'm good. She says, uh, why come with me if you're worried that I'm going to go buck wild crazy? And Abraham just gives her the I don't give a fuck look. She says she's doing, she's living, L-I-V-I-N-G, living. Yeah. And uh, they pull up to, uh, to the stop, to the red spot, which is their starting point, going to one. Balloons. And Daryl says he's here. We hear him on the, uh, the walkie-talkie saying, the parades are out here. Let's go. So Abe's still in a tough place, as some of the people in the chat pointed out. He's still recovering from all the events of last season. But, again, if we're talking about people that were standouts in this episode— 
he steals every episode yeah. he's in. When he's featured, he as, he's just so fucking awesome on this show. He's mm-hmm. just, and I and I oh God, I hate to say it like this. I because I he wasn't in my list of predictions. Not to go survivor on here. I was getting major Abraham dies into the season edit feel tonight. Mm, I don't know what yeah. it was. I was just getting that vibe. I can't I can't pinpoint it exactly, but I'm so well, fearful all of a sudden. What, Katie? Yeah, no, because I think it seemed like he came out of that funk when he jumped out of the car and just enjoyed killing the walkers and herding them back into line. It seemed like that was the original happy Abe killing walkers. Yep, that's his mission. Like Kill when we walkers. first met him, he had a great smile on his face because he was killing walkers. Yep. And and fought with Glenn. Yeah. Tim's and about like he said, I'm just living. <laughs> Tim's about to start the episode right now and uh, we're almost at we're still at the beginning, so you you'll probably get you'll probably lap us. And Hollow yeah. Gaming talked about the Walking Dead in your video today. Awesome. I'll check out your stuff after the show. Santovia Media says Sasha's uh, gonna save Abe at the same time, the same way Michonne saved Rick. Uh, oh. Ren says, I expected her to have a wreck like Lori uh, in the car. Johnny Rico says, I think the episode could have done without the black and white scenes. It's getting annoying jumping back and forth. I'll say this. <laughs> I liked it, but, and I said this at the beginning too, they could have cut them by a couple of the back and forth. They did, they mm. did a few two extra ones where they, The Walking Dead has a habit if they're trying to do anything, anything uh, high arty or anything. They they smother you with it. They slap you over the face with it a little bit. See, and, I think I think it worked, and I don't think we're going to see it again. I don't think we're going to see it yeah, again, yeah. and I think it worked, Joe. I don't want to make it seem like I didn't think it worked. I I guess if I'm taught if I'm doing that little thing that would make this episode an eight <clears throat> an eight for me instead of a ten, it was like maybe they could have cut one or two of the flashback scenes and interwove a, a few more Abraham scenes for me or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's just for me because it seemed like. There was a lot of really awesome in this episode, but a lot of repeating itself in this episode, too. There was a lot of repetition uh, with Rick and Morgan talking. They were saying a lot of the same things back and forth to each other and yeah. just in different ways back and forth or Rick going over the plan 77 times. Or Yeah, it seemed like they were trying to drive some points home for us. Yep, uh, but but for really the, hard. but for the most part, again, and I know that they've said it several times that there's points and things set up in this episode that are going to be paid off throughout the entire season. They've made it mm. a point to say that sort of things. So I feel like they made this episode a little more heavy-handed in spots just to fill it with such uh, such depth to be able to saturate yourself with so much uh, stuff going back to look at it, like so many like points that are going to connect to things later on so uh, again great episode i don't want to make it seem like i had any real problems with it but mm. i can see where uh the, with the with the commenter was saying with that i feel like maybe a couple of them were repetition and we didn't need quite so many glenn and nicholas flashbacks so we, i mean one one was enough i, I don't mm. know that, that, just what i'm saying uh Pede says, hey, guys, hope all is well. Starting from the start of the show, awesome start to the new season, in my opinion. Total what-the-fuck opener. Loved it. Who's making that horn sounds? Por- porch Dick's son, too obvious. I agree. It's not Porch Dick's son. I think it's a warning sign, or it's the wolves making that sound, personally. Mm. Greg Nicotero outdid himself with the look and number of walkers. I agree. We, I, oh, feel like, I feel like yeah. we're uh, sleeping on the fact of all those fucking walkers and how they all were extras and looked different. It, maybe they do, used a little bit of CG, but I didn't notice it if they did. No. If they did, it was some of the best I use of CG ever. Both. Yeah, they probably mixed a little bit of both. Actual people. I agree. Well. 
Izzy starts. Uh, one downside to Phil is he is he starts on his time. So yeah, it's before I watch it. Oh, okay, so one downside is we're not in the same time zone as Tim. So uh, I, I apologize for that. We'd so like, we, we'd like to wait till two in the morning when California is done, but. Yeah, but but uh, unfortunately, Joe stays up that late. But I but I uh, I turn into a uh, I turn into a pumpkin after a certain point. Thank you, Joe. I turn into a pumpkin at a certain point. <clears throat> Turns into a pumpkin ale. Pumpkin ale. Mmm. Oh my gosh, we have to go out soon. Pumpkin ale, Salem. So uh, she says, uh, "I am living." So Abraham's still in a tough place. So we go back to black and white, and we're past. Rick is talking to Morgan, who's doing his bow staff training with Master Splinter, and he keeps going. And Rick interrupts him as he watches him with the bow, and he asks where he learned that. And Morgan says, "I learned it from a friend." This was an interesting moment between the two of them because Rick jumps to being. I'm not going to say defensive, but aggressive very quick in this Mm -hmm. discussion. He says, uh, where'd you learn that from? And Morgan says, a friend. And Rick immediately says, before or after. And without even giving Morgan a chance to answer, he goes, I asked you a question. It's common courtesy for you to give me an answer. It was just weird how he said it. He just kind of pressed him with it. It was dickish. It was really dickish for no reason. This was the one scene in between their interactions that Rick was acting kind of dicky. In all their other interactions, he was asking almost like he was asking Morgan's permission for things uh but in this scene he was just asking acting like a straight dick to morgan it was interesting yeah i think he could have just been feeling him out watching his reactions i I think it's a good point i think that's an excellent point katie and that's the type of person that rick is that he's somebody that kind of wants to put people to the point especially with morgan with the last time he saw him he wants to Mm -hmm. test him out got a couple of tweets and a banana says shout out to my friend aaron he just subscribed he's part of the group super fan and super dog whisperer aaron thank you so much for subscribing and you were friends with one hell of an awesome person with for anna banana i love with that awesome cute dog she's one of the best love anna thank you so much for spreading the word to a friend because that's how we're going to grow with each one of you and all you guys spreading the word to different friends and help them get into the podcast. That's how we're going to keep growing and growing. And we're grow- we've are we grown this far, all thanks to you motherfuckers. So, oh, yeah. so if you're annoyed by us or you hate us or you're one of those people, thank you motherfuckers for, for making us feel comfortable enough to come out here and talk to you guys after episodes. It's your fault. Or please, or please come join the chat and tell and like like all these awesome people. Hey, Santavia Major, I agree with you. I can't wait for her to die also. Uh-huh. Too fucked Poor up for the chicks, mother. Yeah. Oh my gosh, our, our lovely friend from uh, the See Mean It channel on YouTube. Love her videos. Uh, drunk af- watching our podcast right now. Joe and Katie, I'm too fucked up for the chat though, So, I, but I love all my people, says See Mean It. <laughs> See Mean It's too drunk for the chat, but she loves all of you, so that's a big love. It, we, 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 I love all the love fest. I love it, guys. Yeah. Drunk in love. I'm going to teach my son how to use a gun so I can have him kill you, <laughs> killing my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I gosh. play a long game. Oh Jesse. So 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 after we learn, Morgan says a friend. Rick says before or after. Ask common courtesy, answer the fucking question. Morgan says after. Everything after. Rick says sorry for having to do this to lock you up. And Morgan says, uh, listen, sometimes it's easier to be trapped because uh, it's just safer when there's nowhere to go. Mm. Yep. Mm. So they're getting to uh, get to know each other again. Excuse me. So uh, then we get this. In- excuse me. This intense scene. Where Rick is stretching his dick to make sure Morgan's not messing around. Sorry, I'm reading half my notes because I forgot to mention 
that thank you, uh, Nastrovia, Nastrovia to Russia for, for uh, allowing uh, an early release of the episode this afternoon uh, for a leak that I watched. I actually watched the episode at 12 this afternoon. First, causing trouble again. In Russian. So it's my fault. I did it. I leaked it. It's my fault. So cheers. Nastrovia to all of my Russian friends. Da. Mm. Muzzle tough cocktail. So there's <laughs> so there's muzzle tough cocktail. So there's some uh, there's some notes that are left from my Russian version when I didn't know what they were talking about. So I'm just running Rick and Morgan look at each other intensely. Yeah. Rick and Morgan look longingly to kiss again. <laughs> Take a look at how sharp it is. If you try anything, I will kill you. Morgan in episode one one. Absolutely. And that's why Mor- Morgan kind of did the same thing with Rick when they first met back in King <laughs> County, which uh, yeah. Named after Stephen King. Johnny Rico, hopefully we get to see this friend that taught Morgan. I, I think I, I have a feeling we might, because why else say it? Why else have him mention a friend? It's, it'll be interesting mm. to see if that friend's dead or that friend comes back. Duke yeah, Cronk said, curious. Morgan had Rick tied to the bed and said, uh, I ask you, is it common courtesy? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for, uh, clean, uh, for connecting any of those threads. And anytime. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And that's why he chuckled afterwards, too, because he thank remembered you. that, too. I'm a fucking hippie. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember okay. that stuff. I watch too many shows to, to, yeah, to be able to remember to... season one, episode one. Yeah. It's been years ago. years ago. Thank Boy. you so much. Great, great information out there, guys. Yeah, they, yeah, thank valuable. you. Valuable. It is. That's awesome stuff. Phoenix Gamer, hey, welcome. And welcome to all our new friends. We see a lot of new friends. We're up to 50 people watching the chat right now. Thank you guys so much for all you guys watching us live tonight. It's uh, a lot of fun. Our first episode of the season. Let's just keep building and building. Every Sunday, come here and hang out. And we can all talk about the good and the bad for this season of The Walking Dead. So... So here we go. So they still have an infi- so obviously straight out Morgan and Rick have an, a natural affinity for each other. So we go to we go off to Eugene. He's listening listening to some dude at the front door. This is when we we meet our dread, dready friend. His name is Heath, I believe. Heath says, uh, "Let me in." Eugene says, "I can't let you in." Uh, what what do you say, Joe? You had the line I earlier. Don't have the author- technically, I don't have the authority to let you in, so I will not be doing that. <laughs> I love him. And then he goes in. I'm only I'm only on duty because because some girl Molly Holly yeah Holly Holly came over here and said asked if I could watch her shift. I didn't really for, answer her for two ticks, but it has clearly yeah. been more more like ticks five ticks, and she just has not come back. I should have ignored her like she ignored me. <laughs> exactly. It's, I, it's just, yeah, it's really awesome stuff. And Deanna put, put me on duty. Deanna put, so we, we're introduced to Heath and two people that we didn't really get to know in the episode that we see in the background. But one of them seemed, and I, I'm calling it now, even though it might not manifest itself, Eugene and that random girl might have had a mm. little bit of a like budding television romance going on. They had, a, Or at least mm. Eugene had I a little... I didn't feel it. No, I know. I'm, you guys know. I maybe I'm projecting because I want to see Eugene get some because we've seen him. We've seen him watching in the past. He deserves some. No, that girl's that girl's a Maggie replacement for Glenn. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh oh. We got Dr. Dre at the gate. The aftermath of what's going on. The aftermath at the at the beat at the gate. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. We didn't bring any back supplies, but we brought back this great chronic. <laughs> Speaking of which, exit stage left. Uh, Joe, could you talk about the no? So, <laughs> so the, I need a moment to myself. Yeah, I need a moment to myself. I've been talking a lot today. So the dude opens the gate. They uh, talk some more back and forth, and uh, and anything can happen. We've been gone a while. Heath says uh, we had a meeting. Uh, Eugene says we had a meeting last night, and Heath's like, 
um, about what? And he says, well, you should probably get it from Deanna, from the horse. From the horse. Yeah. And he goes, you, <laughs> you, know, you no. know, the mouth the itself. Mouth. I love that. Herself, so cute. Deanna. Heath was, oh no, Heath was Dr. Dre, they're saying. Uh, Ren says, by the way, three Walking Dead actors have been promoted. Uh, Tovia, Deanna Monroe, Alexandra, uh, Jesse, and uh, and Austin Nichols, Spencer Spencer Monroe, have have all been promoted to uh, full-time characters. Interesting. Uh, The only one I'm up, the only one I'm upset about is uh, Jesse. Yep. I want her to die. I want Jesse to die. Spencer. I'm a little lost who is Spencer? Is Spencer, Spencer the, the construction guy? No, that is Tobin is his name. Okay. Mm. I'm not sure who Spencer is. Spencer Monroe. It was Spencer Monroe. Uh, at, oh, was uh, uh, whatever. We'll, f- we'll figure it out. We'll figure out who Spencer yeah. was later. Yeah. Uh, Kaylana says, Kaylana, welcome, Kaylana. I love when I can respond to you directly. Oh, it's probably Dr. Dre. Oh, d- no, his name was Heath. His name was Heath. Oh, right. Yeah. Kaylana says, more like Fear the Walking Dead scared fans of the original show into loving anything that Brock has compared. <laughs> genius. They're genius. <laughs> That's what Joe was saying at the beginning of the show. You and Kaylana and Joe are locked in lockstep tonight. Uh, Dark Merlin, welcome. Duke Crowder. Uh, phew, I made it here, but I missed the freaking show. I'm going to have to buy off Google Play and take what I can get from this recap. Deanna's other son. Oh, Deanna's other son is Spencer. Okay, so Spencer's the older oh. kid, not the Carol's Cookies kid. He's the kid that Rick was uh, talking shit to. Okay. That's Spencer. Thank you, guys. You don't put your hands Wait, on Deanna's my kid. Son? Not Deanna's son. son uh, uh, Jesse's son. Thank you, Katie. Jesse's son. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you don't put your hands on my kid. Listen, if I can tackle your kid to the ground to stop him from getting eaten by walkers, I can drag him back to the car to save his fucking life and bring him back to town for you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, she needs to die. <laughs> it's a knife to the back of the head, which we've we've gone this far in the show, and we have not mentioned the fact that we actually got a literal knife to the back of the head by Rick tonight because the yeah. guy won't yeah. stop. Yeah. I was waiting to it get was there. Wonderful. That, that to, to me again, Joe. We've we've speculated about this, but this just leads me to believe that the writers of The Walking Dead are watching our show. Mm-hmm. They're listening. Yeah, they're, they're out there they're listening. listening. Uh, Who do you think hacked everybody tonight? <laughs> what was that, Joe? <gasps> Who do you think hacked everybody tonight? Very good point. Laney Love says I like. Laney Love says I liked Heath. He didn't uh, give Eugene too much shit, but Eugene should have went out and got somebody they could have vouched yes, for he Heath. Should not yes, have let him in. Yes, Absolutely, yes. he should have waited. So we cut in the same moment uh, with Rick and uh, Morgan walking through, talking about everything, talking about great tension between them, Uh-oh. as you can see the setup, as uh, they're basically talking about the walls and how everything was set up and just yada, yada, yada. Uh, about about the whole situation of of the setup of Alexandria. Just Rick is cluing Morgan into these people have been here for a while. It might be too late for them. Uh, and he's like, too late for what? He's like, uh, too late for them to get used to living this way. So we go off to Gabriel and one of the dudes, I believe his name is Tobin, I'm pretty sure. And uh, they are burying the bodies of uh, of of what is her his Reggie na- and, and Mark? No, and uh, Peter. Is it Peter? Porch deck. Yeah, and porch deck. I think it's Peter. I think, I think it's Peter. Correct. Yeah, I believe it's Peter. And they're di- digging the bodies, and Rick's, and Rick's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And they're like, digging the bodies. He needs help. And you're digging two holes. You don't want to make him bury it alone. And Rick's like, no, we're not, we don't bury murderers in here. That guy's getting cast out from inside the walls. And yeah, to- and his, like, I, I don't, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, you had to murder this guy. He's a murderer. It really... Yeah. S- it, what's that? 
murder. Yeah. Mm. You had to it really sucks. And I understand the mayor's hurt. It was her husband that got that got killed accidentally on purpose. Uh there's still kids that you don't bury this guy in town out of respect for him. But no, you don't yeah. bury him so far away. You bury him in town or right outside the gate. For his boys. For his boys. He's yeah. I think Rick is short sighted here. The dead body's yes. not gonna hurt you. It, but Correct. it's but it's gonna help keep the people in line because their their dad is there, right? You know, like, it's, it, there's no like there's I no downside. Him. I had to kill him, but he gets to stay. Yeah. And at least you can go visit him if you need to. Like, yeah, don't you don't need to be vindictive punish and punish the, the family that still might love him. The mm-hmm. two kids that don't really understand what went on, you know, and banish the dead body so the kids can never at least go visit their dad. That's yeah. fucked up. Let's jump and back. I don't and, agree with that. Let's jump back for. The- Anybody but the kids. Yes. Absolutely. Let's jump back in the chat. Have to remember who else was in the armory planning to kill Rick because there might be. Uh, yeah, mm. we got to see. Every- how long did someone said I, I scrolled past Lady Love? I might have said it. How long did it take Heath to go on a run? How fucking long was he gone? He said a, a, a few couple weeks. of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's a that's a good point about who else was in that room because uh, they're all it, threats. And and Rick says over the walkie-talkie, he got bit in the face, so I killed him. So yeah. I silenced the Ooh. yelling. Good, very good. So maybe there was a backup plan with that little group. Very if good. I die. Sabotage. Good, good point, guys. And the, a really good point by Tim Gesh. Mm-hmm. I got, I got, mm-hmm. I, uh, I gotta say, Eugene and Tara seemed like a couple. I, I agree, they kind of did have a couple vibe going on. The, and Ducrux is the guy still had kids. Centavia Major says, from now on, I'm going to call knife to the back of the head a dirty locks tonight. Rick. Did a dirty locks. <laughs> he delivered a dirty locks. That sounds like so dirty, like when someone like take took took a poo poo. I did a dirty locks. It just sounds like something really bad. That's a dirty link, dude. Yeah, that is. It's true. Uh, it sounds like something I'm yeah. reading about on uh, on like some weird websites or something like 50 that. Fifty Shades of uh, that's an ocean of shit. <laughs> but only Phil and Rick know enough about. Ren Renner, there's uh there's a mall next door. Yeah, the guy has still kids. So uh so it's funny funny stuff going on right in this episode as well as some serious stuff. So so we go off to Gabriel and one of the dudes and this whole burying thing, which is pretty funny. Deanna shows up like a fart in the wind and uh and takes Rick's saw and goes, Go dump him in a road and go will you burn him and, and when you go burn him, will you piss on his body too? That fucking son of a bitch. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, she's just like the grumpy, sullen little lady that shows yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, say, I know it, her husband got killed and everything last night. Last night, last and night. I know we're being—I'm being very insensitive. But she was like a fart in the wind tonight. It was like, and the, the way they were focusing on her, like, like they'd have her mm. back to the group, and then they just focus on like her frumpy face and stuff. It was just—it was—it was—it was interesting to see how. But but I thought it was a good character stuff, and I think the actress is doing mm. a great job. I think it's interesting to see how that is affecting her in the kind of decision she's making that she's her she's defaulting to say fuck this i'm just going to listen to rick yeah yep absolutely uh so uh Santavia major says i think rick wanted to bury porch dick in uh, in town because he didn't want her to be able to go to his grave and mourn him. Mm. Well you also got to realize she didn't just lose her husband she lost her son too. Mm. In the uh, like a couple of days before, when they went out and Noah died and the son died and 
Oh yes, I forgot. I'm, I'm sorry. I was, but Katie, I think you, Katie, I think you and me had the same brain fart. I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking Jesse for some reason. I'm yes. like, I'm yes. like Jesse's. Uh, you're right, Joe. Yeah, she lost her son too. So she's she's in like clusterfuck city. So so this is an interesting moment where Joe's telling me and Katie to like take it easy on this on Deanna, <laughs> guys, because you take it easy on Deanna. You're being a little she hard. She lost everybody but the ten, like she just lost her all of her family that was mm-hmm. left. The last mm-hmm. of her family is gone. Now she's just got the family of the town. And the last of her family is gone because yeah. she didn't listen to Rick and to Glenn. Absolutely. Well, her whole dream of what she wanted the town to be is, is over dead now. too. Right. Like her whole world has come crashing down around her again. And like the last so. straw is we need to pass out guns to everybody because they have to be armed. We have to be armed. You never know when these fucking things are going to get in. They get in on their own. Threats are everywhere. And uh, Dom says Jesse needs to kill. Uh, Jesse needed Rick to kill her husband because she was in that place. Carol was with Ed. And I'm gonna yeah. add. I'm gonna add. Now that Rick's done that, she's done with him. She doesn't need anything Absolutely. else from him. Absolutely. Absolutely. He was a tool to her. Yep. Fuck Jesse. So that's how, that's how it really felt. She made that feel like that. Put like, like particularly clear. Yes. I memory. used you. Now stay away from me. And I'm gonna teach my kid how to use a gun. Yep. Yeah, and Deanna, yeah, day late says Deanna has another son. Yeah, she does and, have and one more son. I'm sorry, uh, Jesse, but because you've been taught how to use a gun, does not qualify you to be teaching your children how to use a gun. Mm-mm. You will forget stuff. You are not adept at it. You are not going to be as great at aim as anybody else. You can't give the kind of pointers that you're not going to remember the things that the small details that go into your learning. It's going to take you a long time before you can effectively teach your kid. And they need to know all the safety aspects of it first. Yeah. Shit that you'll forget as well. Absolutely. But Rick is the wrong person to do it for them. I agree. Rick is Carol. the wrong person Carol. to do it. Yep. Carol, Daryl, you know, uh, uh, there's a bunch of people that can do it, but it should not be her. They should no, be there while be she's it learning it as well. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Major says, I think Enid's the one honking the horn as her dead body slumps against the steering wheel. <laughs> oh, my God. So, look, so we back in time. Let's zip through this a little bit. Back in time, the color to we Rick smiling on the walkie-talkie. I used to sing that a bunch of times to Glenn doing as uh, Morgan and Michonne. They all reach the mobile home. We get some Michonne and Morgan interaction back when they were <clears> placed <throat> when they lived. Did you take a protein bar from me, Michonne? And she says, yeah, they're <laughs> at the bend. They're at the, uh, the whip as yeah. what's his name called? And she says, no. And he says, well, I'm pretty sure I had one more peanut butter left. And she says, isn't that how life always is? Uh, always you always think, think yeah. you want more, more peanut, peanut butter. butter. And I feel- For a moment, I wasn't sure if he was fucking with her or like serious. No, he was I'm going to go he was, psycho. I think he was, like, fucking, he was fucking with her. And I also think without getting too into it because we're not going to go this route. No, I think it was, it's a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek uh, wink and nod to the comic books and the fact that they have mm. a romance in the comics. Oh. And I don't think that's something that they're necessarily going to do on the show. Uh, so so it's not necessarily a spoiler because they don't. it's not two completely different things, so don't hate me for that. So I'm, I'm hoping, like, I, I, it kind of felt a little flirty to me. It did feel a little she flirty. Seemed, she mm. seemed a little charmed by it. He was fucking with her, I, I felt. So yeah. Yeah. I, I hope they do explore that and they go in, along those lines in the comic book with them having a little yeah. bit of relationship. Oh, I think I I'd rather see her and Morgan than her and Rick at this point. Not me. <laughs> Not me. I'm still I'm still team uh, team. I'm still team uh, Rick and Michonne. I think they have better. I think the actors have better chemistry when it comes yeah. to when they're doing their flirty thing. I think Michonne and Rick are so fucking cute together. But that's yeah. just that's just me. That's just me. So. 
I no, hope so. if he's going to have a romance with anyone, which I kind of don't want him Carol. to. Carol. It's Carol, right? But, You're going to say Carol. Oh, no. See, I, I want I want her. I, I But anyways, let's get off the romance train here. <laughs> but I do. I did think it was a little tongue-in-cheek, wink and nod yes, yes. to the fact that they have a relationship that's pretty close in uh, in a different medium. So. So we go back to Kid Douche in the past as he, as he escapes town. He falls in the woods. And he sees Rick and uh, Morgan in the woods as uh, Rick says to Morgan, uh, maybe we don't have to dig a grave for this guy. Maybe we can just leave him on the side of the road or something. And Morgan just keeps digging. Rick's like, stop. And uh, he's like, you don't know me anymore. And they have this back and forth where it's like, you don't know me. I know you. You don't know me. I don't know you. Morgan you don't know me, man. And Morgan you keeps, don't know me. <laughs> Morgan keeps digging up stuff with his bow. And Rick says, uh, uh, tells him a bunch of times you just stop digging and morgan who's morgan and rick are the same in the sense that they both have been to the crazy town Mm -hmm. and they both have crazy town brochures that that pop up sometimes they're like hey i want to go back to crazy town and morgan kind of does it uh in the open-ended tickets yeah the open-ended tickets to crazy town and 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 so they're really fun to watch them interact with each other and rick just is like morgan shut the fuck up follow me don't you smell that don't you hear that as they head off towards the quarry and see about like you know as we said like 25 50 000 walkers in the quarry and then out of nowhere comes uh kid douche charging in and uh and all the walkers come charging and try to get the kid and rick saves him by tackling him and the walkers fall off the cliff you you wish he got allowed him to get eight. Or ran you, off the cliff. No, I like the tackle. That was good. Yeah, for for the love of God, yes, Phil, Rick and uh, Michonne work together, and for the love of God, no Carol and Daryl, no romance for Daryl. Oh no, none no. of that, no. none of that. No. Daryl's better, like asexual in a way, in a weird way. Yes. Yeah. No, she needs to stand on her own. Ron That's is his the, name. The thank you, thank you, Ren. Set up for her. Th- th- thank God for Ren Renwood. Tree trunks. Everyone, I know what the horn was. Tree trunks. Yeah, what was it? Yeah, tell us. Tell it? us, motherfucker. Like crank horn on air Okay. So, anyway, so we come back from commercial, and I'm gonna speed up a little bit here because we're we're like we're still not even like halfway through the recap here. So we go back to the slow crawl of, and I feel like we've talked about everything in the episode. I feel like there's not anything we haven't talked about in the episode. I know. How are we not done? Oh my goodness. That's because not that I want to be done. No, no, no. But but when it comes down to it, I'm just, like it's, and that's why I say where a lot of this episode, it's in the visual aspects of watching mm-hmm. it. It's it's basically two or three themes that just keep going throughout the episode. The keep yeah. to the plan, idiot. The the uh, the Rick and Morgan, do they really know each other? Uh, the mm-hmm. Rick's humanity and how far does he have to push? It's all those things balancing yeah. in and out through the entire episode. Yeah. So no, I, I just want to say I really noticed like one of the things these people are prepared as opposed to the townspeople because they all picked up on the noises of walkers in the woods or people coming up on them so much quicker than anyone else like rick had super senses like no one even morgan he picked up on the noise of walkers and morgan had no idea yeah they can uh that was just an example of how how much more prepared they are to survive rick 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 knows more about that ocean of shit Mm -hmm. than any of anybody out else out there as abraham said 
there's an ocean of shit that none of you know I think, shit about. I think Rick and that whole team that spent that winter out there in the woods. It's, mm. it's like this sense that, I mean, they can ingrain other people into their crew, but there's a sense of, of trial by fire. Some people say yes. that the Beatles became the Beatles from playing every single night in Hamburg for nine hours a night trying to just play and make shit up. Mm -hmm. Rick's team became Rick's team being out in the woods for a winter and having to survive with basically that whole big yes. period that they survived that, that we didn't get to see that was between seasons. Yeah, yeah, they they created that bond amongst themselves. They all learned how to have heightened senses and pay attention to what's going on Absolutely. around them and survive that way. So we go back to the slow crawl of the uh, the walkers pied piping in his bike down the road, yada, yada, yada. As we cut back and forth to Rick and Morgan yelling at the kid, what the fuck are you doing here, Ron? He answers, I want to see where my dad's buried and Rick's not happy. Morgan uses binoculars to spot what's going on. We Basically, we see the truck and we see everything that's set up in the first scene of the episode. We see how it's just a a uh, tr a uh, a accident waiting to happen here. We get some more awesome visuals of the quarry and the trucks. Basically, a big preview of what we saw at the beginning of the episode. A preview later in the episode of what we saw at the beginning. Interesting stuff. And, we, and what we'll see later, right? right. Yeah. So Rick says, "This is how uh, this is how the community's still here. Most of them, uh, you know, sometimes they got one walkers once in a while, but probably most of the herds fell in here, and that's how they mm -hmm. stayed safe for so long." And Morgan looks and he says, uh, "How many? How how many do you think?" And uh, so then he comes after the kid. Ron, who's like, I'm leaving, and he's like, you can't leave, you can't go out there alone, you don't know shit, and I maybe I'll teach you shit one day because I want to fuck your mother, but, but that's, but other than that, you got to stay close to us, and if I want to drag you on the back of the, it's just a really fun speech by yeah, Rick. Yeah, no, it's absolutely right, and for for what's her name to get pissy that Rick put his hand. I'm sorry, but your kid was wandering outside the fucking gates, past the bridge, by a quarry of twenty five thousand walkers. Yeah. I'm going to put my hands on him and drag him back to you fucking alive. Yeah. You're going to get on your knees and thank me. Uh. I don't mean like, by, I mean like, you know. Mm. What's wrong with a little dirty? A little nothing's wrong with a little dirty, and I and I agree and I agree with you. And I think yes. it's also interesting that just from the, an acting standpoint, how cool that kid must feel. I know he's uh, Ren pointed out he was promoted to a regular, but I was thinking I didn't know that at the time, and I'm thinking that wow, this kid gets a scene with Rick. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. He gets Rick. Yeah, he gets yeah. Rick yelling a Rick speech in his face. So we go yeah. after Rick and Morgan, and the heads, they're heading back in the woods. Rick has a moment of humanity when he realizes that he is going to bury the body of the guy, and he's not just going to leave him in the, oh, in the yeah. woods. So we get to Glenn, who's in a hurry. We cut to real time with more walkie-talkie stuff, more walkers, some crazy kill scenes with uh, with Glenn's crew. Glenn's trying to get to the door. He tell uh, where the, all the walkers are inside this glass thing. We get this interesting visual of the walkers behind the glass trying to get the way out. We get Glenn just... V verbally bitch slapping Nick all over the place yep. and saying, you're not allowed to kill walkers. And but you sit there, you open the door for us. We let a few out at a time and we're going to kill them. You do everything I tell yep. you to do. Yep. And uh, Glenn does, uh, does a pep talk to Heath and he's like, we're going to kill them all. Yeah, we're going to kill all. We'll let a few out of time. Heath's like, we're not supposed to be here. This isn't, this isn't supposed to work. And he goes, I'm, oh. spo I'm supposed to be delivering pizza. Shut the fuck up. And yeah, but none seriously. of us are supposed to be here right now. Come on. Yeah. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. As they, get, as they get ready for some action. So we cut away to Rick and Abraham and Daryl as Glenn's crews on the door and they're getting ready to, uh, to uh, bust through the door. One, two, three. <gasps> 
and it's nothing. And I the thought this was, down. and I thought usually this was, those gates are on the other side of the door, aren't they? Yeah, so the, the glass of the, of the door doesn't get broken. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Michael says Jesse's attitude has now turned me off from her character. She needs to die now. Any level has. Oh yeah. I agree with Sun TV. Oh yeah. She needed to die last season. <laughs> Jesse needs to die last season. Yeah, it's on David. Good point. Uh, so we cut away to Rick and Abraham and blah blah blah. A lot of more walkers. So so Heath. Then we go to Heath. Heath tells. Uh, he, he, we're back at the main group, and he says uh, he talks about the group the, uh, that people camped away in the quarry, and they were able to block the exits with the big rigs. There was like twelve of them, and Maggie says something, but it's hard to understand her because she just mumbles in the background. And we have yep. a Maggie moment, and the guy is like, "Yeah, I just ignored them on my runs. There's no, you know, I figured it was a good place for them." <laughs> and uh, Michonne kind of verbalizes it again. We get very Star Trek sitting at the uh, table, spelling it out, and Jordy here says, uh, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Or and Wesley points out, Jordy. Jordy's saying, "Yeah, we just walked past." And then Wesley Crusher Michonne says, "Oh, I guess the smell of the walkers or the sounds of the walkers leads more walkers, and it's just a big sort of, uh, you know, yep. self-perpetuating, self-perpetuating thing." And uh, Nick needs to prove himself to Glenn, sa- uh, Glenn, just like Gabe needs to prove himself to Rick. Good point. Mm-hmm. Tim says, yep. "Okay, Phil, yes. you supposed to stop the show. I'm watching it. I'm sorry, Tim. I'm sorry. Let's pause every for a second while Tim's uh, till Tim goes to a commercial break. <laughs> Intermission for Tim. How about we keep going and Tim presses pause? Mm-hmm. Ooh, Joe, Joe. I guess that could work. So, so he says, <laughs> or or Tim could just get better at multitasking. Oh, pay attention Tim. to TV and Katie all the time. Leave Tim alone. I know how to catch everything that crow says. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know how to play video games and ignore her mm-hmm. and pay attention to mm-hmm. her at the same time, Joe. Yep. No, no, no. I know how to make it seem like I'm paying attention Mm-mm. to the video games while I'm actually paying attention. Okay, to I'm sorry. I, I I misspoke. Spencer's Deanna's son, not Jesse. I know. I I keep calling him Deanna's son by accident, but he is he's Jesse's son. It's I'm, yeah, it gets confusing. I'm bla- I'm blaming the breaking bud on that. I'm I'm pre- it's <laughs> Is it blue, Phil? It, no, it's it's not. Gre- oh, it should be. It should be green with a name like Breaking Bud. Actually. Oh no, it should oh. be blue. Mm. Quarries usually fill up with. Well, I know what you got. Yeah. It's should should be if it was called uh sky blue beer that blue crystal I, I wonder if there's a drink like eh, whatever i'm sorry i'm thinking okay, about that but it would be green quarries usually fill up with water they do yeah, I, we, yeah. we actually used in to go to a, we used to go to a quarry and uh ju- and climb up in uh tingsboro massachusetts where we climb up giant tower and jump into a, a deep quarry that had some really awesome water in it and uh that that was fun until we like like went too deep and, and like Rockport. Yeah, in Rockport. Remember, we like went too deep in the water, and suddenly we like felt like we we're like, "What was that metal at the bottom?" And we like went into water, and there's like cars at the bottom of the quarry. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, we're jumping into that water with cars in it. Okay, is that bad? Yeah, no, nice and uh, clean. Yeah, could be worse. Mm. It gave you, it gave you cancer. Jesse, is that why I got it? Is that why I got it, Joe? That or the Coca-Cola. A combination of the two. We'll blame one of the others. So anyways, so Rick says, I have a plan. It sounds risky. but So basically, we just have the whole crew talking about the plan. And uh, the only highlight of this scene worth talking about, I'm going to yada yada through some of this, because we've talked about most of this already. Carol's like, Oh shucks! That sounds horrifying, yeah, terrifying. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That sounds dangerous. That sounds dangerous. I'm scared. It's oh a little God. over the top. <sighs> yeah, like, it is a little over the top for this woman that's been surviving out there for so long to be yeah. so like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What, what on yeah. earth could you be talking? Oh about? my gosh! A very obvious 
ploy to just get that out of the way yeah, immediately. She's, she's putting it up pretty thick. That that's that's for true. It's that's for yeah. true. That's for true. I think Rick might be right. Oh if this God. is a danger, it sounds frightening to me. I'm frightened, but Aren't I see no you other frightened? way. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's boy. Sorry, I keep re reading that chronic. <laughs> Too chronic. Jesse's Love you, chat. So, uh, so then this is when we get into our Ethan Embry uh, story arc, our Empire Records story arc, where he's like, uh, whoa, uh, actually, I have a problem with it, Rick. When Rick's spelling out the plan, we can build up the exits. I used to work with Reg, and I know how to build up the walls. And, uh, and it's like, no, you idiot. That's not how we handle things. So Rick just basically tells everyone. And, and uh, Maggie and Glenn share a moment where Maggie says, am I going to remain useless? Should I remain useless? And Glenn's like, yeah, mm -hmm. you should remain mm -hmm. useless. You think you should remain useless? Okay. And Glenn's like, I'm in. Gabriel. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, but th those walls aren't going to hold up when this crowd reaches no. the town. It's not going to hold. Like the only reason why it holds up on the whip is because they're all moving and continuing to move. But mm -hmm. if they piled up at that corner, look, the walls would be nothing. Absolutely. And uh, we mentioned this earlier, but it is my favorite line of the evening. I wish I had it recorded so I could play it on loop. It, it's it's like a Stannis moment where fewer, uh, where where Gabe where Gabriel's like. I'll help. Or no, no. Yep. Anyway, can anyone help? And Rick just ignores him. Can anyone else help? No, Joe. I'll help. No. Okay, Katie. Do you want to help? And it's just it was it was hilarious how it just played out. It was it makes me want to see Andrew Lincoln do comedy one day because I just think he has really good timing for it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, his delivery is. His delivery was like, really great. Uh, Dom Blast is yeah. Fake Carol drives me crazy, especially when you're dealing with people uh, that have a brain. Yeah, she's very sickeningly sweet. She's trying really hard to just come up sir syrupy yeah, sweet. Yeah. So Ethan Embry starts and again with some bullshit. There's got to be another play. You can't control them all, Rick. You can't do it. You can't control them all, Captain. You just haven't got the power. You just haven't. Oh, shit. What was that? I'm a builder, not a zombie Doctor? killer. Yeah. Yeah. D damn it. <laughs> damn it, Rick. I'm a, I'm a builder, not a zombie fucker or whatever. <laughs> zombie fucker uh ren says no they needed to load dirt behind the wall dumbass says yeah, yeah okay so yes yeah, so they were piling up the dirt and i like how we saw the whole i like visually how everything panned out in this episode a great deal i like how I, we talked about this a lot but i like i agree with you joe especially more as we're talking about this i like how we saw them show the plan <clears throat> and see how we set up the plan back and forth, back and forth. I mean, ultimately, it was a very simple – that's why we keep repeating ourselves and we're yada yadaing through mm -hmm. the recap a little bit because for the most part, this episode was a very simple storyline. It was just in the performances and in the visual aspect and the uh, the scope of this episode was yeah. huge. And and I, de I definitely, definitely loved it uh, again. Do I love it quite as much as last season's premiere? No, not quite as much. But uh, that's, that was probably one of my favorite episodes of The Walking Dead of all time. Uh, but this is, I'm very excited for this season of The Walking Dead from this episode. Yeah, yeah. So, the relationships and just the individual characters are really appealing and very interesting. Very interesting. I can't so. wait to see what, what happens with all of them. So, Ethan, but, it, you know, I, I'm hoping it's not, but it could just be like a, you know, 
when you've been eating saltines forever, Ritz crackers have right. Fair enough. Fair enough, Joe. So Nick, so uh, Nick says I'm in, and Glenn gives him no the fuck you're not eyes, and Glenn's and Nick's like whatever. So he get, then uh, continue. We get the best Rusty Griswold look, and uh, Jesse also looks sad. And Deanna steps in and is like, "Everyone, we're gonna listen to Rick. That's what's gonna happen here. Rick's t- Rick's gonna Rick's telling everyone how it is." So Daryl steps up, and uh, Ethan Embry's character says, "Okay, fine. If we're gonna do this shit, let's go over the plan again." And Daryl steps up and does this Daryl thing where he just talks at the end and fucks and like it makes everyone feel like idiots because Daryl's you know smarter and better than everybody. And Daryl goes, "Do we really need to hear this plan again?" We just heard it. And uh, he's like, yes, we need to hear every last piece of it. And Daryl's like, okay. Again, and yes. then we need to walk through it again so again everybody again knows. We need to have a backup plan in case we all get scattered or things go wrong. Some training sessions, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like the X-Men. That's what the yep. X-Men do. Yes. So we so we go back to the light. We see the balloons in the top of the place as Rick shoots up, starts shooting up flares in the air as our mission starts going on. Then we go back to the black and white to Nick and uh, to Pat to Rick is spelling out the plan again. And then we go to Ethan Embry who is going on another rant about what if X, Y, and Z happens. It's just this is where you get in a rinse repeat a little bit. The man's got a point says uh, says Heath and Eugene. This is where Eugene we already talked about this says uh, metal plates and we can get like a pool table eight ball in the corner pocket. And Embry. Embry He's like, Rick, uh, he's like, uh, you want to help or something like that. And then Rick's like, Embry is like, uh, basically, he says something along the lines. Uh, Rick says, if you're not going to if you're not going to help out, if you're not with me, you're against me. Go fuck yourself. I don't want to hear your bullshit. And Morgan says, well, we've built the wall already. That's impossible. We can do anything. And Deanna's just like, come on, Ethan Embry, just get with the plan, stupid. The rest of the team is there. So he eventually agrees and because he can't argue with the mullet. And uh, we see the crossroads that we heard in Rick's plan a second ago. And then we see Daryl leading out the walkers, setting up the flares as the car's there, too. And the walkers start uh, being being distracted by the flares and following past the motorcade. As Michonne is liking what she's seeing as the walkers are pushing up, we get a good visual of all the walkers trying to push through the barricade. And Rick turns her and says the wall is going to work. And it turns into this big line of death on Reading and Marshall Road mm. where the where uh, the walkers just keep walking in and kind of like smash themselves and keep keep uh, keep bouncing, bouncing and crushing heads, themselves. Some of their heads are popping Smashing, as they hit the yeah. metal. Probably from they're trying to say from like the force and the weight of all the zombies behind them. But yeah, pushing them into the wall, but, yeah. smushing them. And uh, yeah, they're all they've been in there for a long time. Yeah. You know. And yes, Laney Love, I love this episode tonight, but that's not to say that it's not to take anything away from this episode, just to say how good last year's premiere was for me in my mind. So uh, we also get Jess, Rick smiling at Jesse and her kind of giving him a uh, whatever. Uh, you f- you killed my husband. I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm done with you. Eyes. Prepare to die. Yeah. yeah, you've served your purpose in my life. Yep. So we see oh. Daryl coming over in a wheelbarrow and Daryl says, remember when you said we need to just take care of ourselves? Because Rick says that to him earlier in the episode daryl says listen buddy like he's been thinking about this for a long time again daryl comes up with one point he's holding on finding people Mm. is what's going to help us take care of ourselves lawyered yep daryl's awesome so he just comes out with like these small lines that are just the deepest of wisdom well and he takes his time too he takes his time to think about like he didn't say that right then and there he didn't say anything else after the first uh talk with rick but a little while later he has his point to say mm-hmm. and like so he's not like throwing a bunch of useless points at him just no. 
the ones that are well thought yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Daryl's a great second in That's command. That's he does it. Daryl, yeah, yeah Daryl's yeah. perfect to have as your second in command. He just tells you what you need to hear. And uh, Carol comes over with a coffee and thanks her. And Carol, we get some Carol love. And uh, and uh, Rick says, uh, she's like, oh, golly, I can come with you because Daryl's teaching me how to use the gun. And Rick's like, yeah. okay, <laughs> don't pull this shit with me. Are you starting to buy your own bullshit? And says, uh, yeah, you got the hang of it, Carol. And 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 then she turns to him and says, Rick, now you're Tony Danza. You're the boss. And they watch all the lemmings dig and do all the shit around. Rick drinks coffee. It's a big moment. Rick gets to drink some coffee. Rick. So we cut we cut now and we cut over to the window. We saw earlier where the walkers are pushing through. Glenn and his crew are talking about what to do. And uh, Glenn is like, listen, uh, Nick, you don't get to kill any of them. I'm going to shoot the window and each one of us, me and Heath, are going to shoot all these walkers. You don't get to do shit. Get the fuck out of here. You go run away like a little bitch that you are. So then we cut back to Maggie and Tara talking about Nick and Noah and talking about just basically basically her cluing Tara in on everything Nick has done from last Mm -hmm. season. And then they have a big moment where they hug and Tara decides that, you know, I'm going to follow Maggie and Glenn's lead on this. Yeah, as Glenn watches from afar. So we cut back to modern Glenn crew as the walkers break, as they shoot the glass and the walkers break through. And uh, we get this image that we saw from the trailer of them pounding all, shooting the walkers as they come out eventually. It's a few too many, as there always is. And one of them is about to get Heath and Glenn and out of nowhere Nicholas comes and kills one of the walkers and Glenn shoots uh, the guy in the head the walker in the head that's about to get Nicholas and uh, him and Glenn sort of look at each other and have an understanding and Glenn kind of gives him a smile absolutely Daryl is Spock to Rick's Kirk says Ren Renwood good point Johnny Rico says that's why we keep killing people actually have the skills necessary to survive the zombie apocalypse ever since Rick group joined Alexandria we've lost a doctor and now two architects well one architect and one guy that helped the dude build the walls yes that could have been our future architect so Carol brings the coffee over to uh, him, and we have a fun. Oh, we already talked about this. And uh, oh no, this is when Carol brings the coffee over to Morgan, Morgan. and yeah. uh, we have a funny interaction between the two of them. We already talked about this. Carol, you've been Rick so long. Uh, you know, uh, she says you're always watching. You always seem ready. Ready for what? Handling things and. Uh, Again. Okay, uh, to answer your question, Dark Merlin, you ready for the spoiler? Re- spoiler, one, two, three, no major characters die. The only character that dies is Ethan Embry's character. Which we're getting Which to. Which was sad, but I'm okay with but it. But I'm okay with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not sad that the character, the character died, but I'm sad yeah. that the actor won't be on the yeah. show. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm um, middling. <laughs> so we go, so we go, uh, we go to now, and Abraham and Sasha are in the car, and uh, Abraham's like, lucky loser, uh, coming, should I get out of the car? And Abraham gets out of the car, and he goes crazy and starts killing a couple, pushing a couple walkers back in the line, killing a couple. And smiling he, the whole smiling time. Smiling the whole time. Mother dick in full effect. And uh, <laughs> he's just in good, he's Mother in, dick. Mother dick, he's in good balance. Excuse me, guys, while I talk, while I let my cat. Mother dick is alive. Well, I liked it. It was it was some tinfoil that was in in like stuck in a tree or oh, something yeah, or a yeah, bag yeah. that was distracting something so caught some of the walker's eyes as it was blowing in the window with Yeah, I was wondering what that was. I wonder if that so was after he killed the or got killed the ones that had fanned off, 
he took down that and ran back to the car so it wouldn't distract anymore. Joe, I thought it was... Yeah, well, he was uh, bringing some walkers back into line, too. Joe, yeah. Joe I thought but it was... was killing Ch the ones he had to. I thought it was Chuck's blanket is what he had it might have been. It might have been. That's what happened to Chuck. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened to Chuck. That Chuck was uh, that one. Uh, 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 to Saul uh, then. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, he didn't get that far without Saul. Mm -hmm. uh, so Mother Dick in full effect. So he, they're in good balance. So she's trying to get a hold of... Uh, together in his speech and uh, and th so he goes on this interesting speech where he's like did you see Reggie last night did you see Pete that was a mess his his face just blowing up that was like Pompeii right next to my head I still got <laughs> I still got his brains in my ears and she's yep. just looking at him like he's fucking nuts and he is, nuts. He is. it's just a, it's a funny interaction and then they look in the back of the car and and uh and i just gotta grab the bull by the nutsack just like you darling yeah, yeah i mean i mean here's the thing if you're gonna do it have fun doing it yeah seriously like if you gotta make a game out of it make a game out of it but this shit gotta be done there's no there's no point in remaining uh Solemn Welcome about Adam. fucking mm -hmm. death at this point, you know. Like when dickheads get killed by the group, no need to fucking fret over it. When zombies get killed, no need to fret over it. So at this point, pretty much all the killing is either mercy or necessary. And yeah, you don't have the luxury of agonizing over every kill. And thank you so much, Ada, uh, Ada fan. Welcome, Ada, and thank you so much. You seem fucking nice, like an awesome dude too. And I will check out your channel after the sh after the show is over. And we have what's up? This is Bananas friend Aaron. Got a question? What do you guys think they were planning to do with the mega herd of walkers if that plan worked out? I think they were just gonna liquefy them. The way. 20 miles away. Yeah, liquefy them uh, 20 miles away. We have uh, Tevis in, in Twitter says, "I welcome. Thank you for liking our video on Twitter. Thank you, motherfucker. I appreciate that. Hell yeah, thank you. You guys are fucking awesome. Thank you for all the support, guys. We really appreciate it. And we love you, chat. We love you guys so much in chat. Chat's the real show. We're nothing without the fucking mm -hmm. chat. So we go back to the past and uh, Rick and Deanna talk some more. He is sorry about Reg. He was smart and kind of a good man. But anyways, we need uh, we need to. We need more people. People need to be trained. They need to be inside the wall with guns. And she's mm -hmm. just like, whatever you need. And uh, and this is where Rick goes about training these people. We can't just protect them. We need to. And this is where Rick gets into this whole thing about we need to, you know, trial by fire with these people. Yeah. Throw the kids yeah. in the water. And uh, this is where we get into that whole situation. So uh, the kids are all scared when uh, Rick just lets. We already talked about this a lot. A lot. So Rick just kind of lets some walkers come in and attack the people that are working on the walls. And uh, eventually Morgan can't deal with it. And Morgan goes, I thought you said you don't take chances. And Rick kind of smiles mm. at him. And uh, the, our team A kills all the walkers. So still in the past, Eugene's getting food or something. And we see months... Uh, we see months in the background. We see kind of how they are all uh, planning out for the food supply, how they ration things out, I think. Stealthy as, Eugene gets into the house. Yeah, he's in his spy shack. And to answer your question, as some people pointed out, who else was in that room? Tobin was in that room, as someone pointed out in the chat. Also, that woman from last that season. That stood up and was like, I'll woman. go. I'll do it. Yeah. No, but, but uh, the, I'm talking about the the girl with the glasses that runs the food factory was in there, too. Uh, well, I forget her well, name. Oh. Okay, well, she, it's her storeroom. Yeah, her storeroom. Oh, yeah. I missed her. Dom says, Okay, good night to everyone. Good uh, doctors in the morning. Good night. Thanks, Amazing opening act. Phil, Katie, and Dirty. Have a good night. Dom Blast. Thank you so much, Dom. Uh, have a good night. Good luck to the doctors tomorrow. Sweet dreams. Michael says, pay attention to who's in this room. Absolutely. <laughs> if someone else is in the backyard 20 miles away. Hall Gamer, we thank you so much, Hall Gamer. You're a fucking awesome dude. And uh, let's continue on with this as we're 
treading towards the end. So we talked about this a lot. Uh, Eugene here is the Ethan. Whoa, what was that? <laughs> Did you drop something? Awesome. Uh, so nice I, little gauntlet that made some noise when getting put down. Ah, okay. Gauntlet. I mean, um, I heard, I heard, I heard goblet. ping goblet. Yeah, the goblet of fire over there for Tank. another Harry Potter Tanker. reference for the episode. So we see Embry's character. He basically uh, Carter. I'm sorry, I keep calling him calling him by his name. So we see Carter. Uh, Pulls a gun on Eugene. Eugene says, hello. And Tobin's there. He's like, you can't do this. And Eugene's like, I didn't hear anything. And he's like, yeah, you heard something. And he's yeah, about to he's about he to shoot something. him. And a, and Rick just, Morgan, Rick and Morgan just pop at the door. And they're like, hey. What's, someone in. else was with them, too. Uh, was it, was it? Uh, Daryl. Was it Daryl? Yeah, it was, it was Daryl. Mm. Thank you, guys. And, uh, and I love Rick's little speech. Yes. I would have put some guard, some yep. lookouts. Yeah. See how Thank you, Rick. you are? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Rick. See how bad at this you are. Yeah, you're you're bad at this game. You need me on that wall. You want me you on that wall. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Hell yeah. I love how Chris. Um, yeah, I love how Chris. Rick smiled. I didn't take any chances. I was uh, way back. Yeah, exactly. Special guest online. I'm new to you guys show and I love it. I have so many questions about Katie Crow and her relationship with Joe, but maybe that will ruin the mystique. Yeah, that'll be a different show altogether. We'll do like a behind the scenes and show you how they do their thing. <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll get it. we don't want to talk about that now that's that's for a different story altogether hey, welcome so much we special guest work. online welcome you're our special guest right now we appreciate you joining us for the first time tonight so it seems to be working and uh so we cut to real time after all this i'm sorry i forgot to mention Rick pounds him down to the ground, does a little interesting play mm-hmm. where he's talking shit to him, and then he just grabs the gun and goes, this is how you put a guy in the gun. Gun, And then Daryl and Morgan kind of give him, you don't want to kill this guy. And Rick's like, yeah, I don't want to kill this guy. Fuck, I shit bigger than this guy. And he hands the gun to Daryl. He's like, I don't give a fuck about this guy. And Morgan kind of gives him good eyes, like, oh, that is real you. So as we cut over to real time again, uh, Ethan Embry's character and Rick share a moment where he goes, Rick, you're, prob- you're right. It seems to be working. They shake hands and kind of hug it out. And Rick kind of gives a victory speech. We need to finish this up, back to front, yada, yada, like a parade, yada, yada, yada. We need to finish the job. So we get more shots of, shots of tons of different walkers, no repeats. I really looked. Lots of yeah. unique walkers. Yeah. So we cut to Ethan Embry's character, Carter, running in the woods. And he, and I, I actually really like how they did this, where usually to get characters to die, they need to go to some like weird length, like they forget to check a room or something. I like how they just had him running and the walker kind of grabs him while he's moving and drags him over to the side mm-hmm. and then bites yep. the side of his face and he just starts screaming and this was one of yeah. the my one moment in the episode where because i've seen ethan Embry in so many comedic roles when he does the scream move it reminds me of like of uh that thing you do or empire records when the character got gets really excited and goes oh yep. we're on the radio <laughs> and he, he get, yeah, he gave that face. He gave that Ethan Embry, like, I'm excited face. He, d- he did a better job. Uh, he did a better job later. By the way, uh, Katie does not wear glasses. Uh, Tobin and the girl were telling Carter he was wrong. Uh, but maybe someday we ought to keep an eye on us. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody. Someone correct. should. Someone really has to. We're dangerous. We are very dangerous. And uh, so the, we see the herd of walkers that hear the scream, and a few of them run off the plan as Rick realizes something's wrong, and they break off, and he gets in the walkie-talkie and yells to Tobin to start firing gunshots to drive the walkers back onto mm-hmm. the yellow brick road. So we go back to the past, and Rick comes out with Judith and talks to Morgan. This is a very awesome scene. 
and uh, and uh, who's cleaning his bow staff. And he hopes he doesn't mind being outside. And Rick's like, yeah, fuck that stuff. And he hands him a key and says, why don't you move into my house? At the same time, Michonne sort of comes and watches this all and, and sort of has a joygasm watching Rick's humanity mm-hmm. here. And uh, basically, Rick says to Morgan, Morgan says to Rick, see that what you did in there, letting that guy live? Excuse me, that's the real Rick. That's the same guy I saw in King County back in the day. You're the same guy. You're still human. You know, you did the you did the right thing there. And Rick's like, oh, maybe whatever you're talking about. Why don't you move into my house? Let's get this bromance on for real. Uh, mm-hmm. No more... No more keeping you locked up. I trust you. I might not know you yet, but I know you. And why don't you hold my baby too for to prove to you how much I trust you? And then yeah. we, and then we get Morgan and the baby, which was an awesome scene. Yes, it was. Yep. And now I'll tell Rick. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just a fun interaction with the with the uh, the the kids. And we see a couple echoes of insanity in in uh, Morgan's eyes in the scene. But for the most part, it's just a really fun interaction between the two of them. They talk some more. Morgan says, "You and Carter, that was you." And uh, we cut right over as they're talking about Carter, as Rick says, this guy's going to die no matter what. There's nothing I can mm-hmm. do. I figured, you know, why waste the bullets? You know, yeah, I didn't have God, to kill people him. People like oh, him are thank, all going to die no matter thank what. Thank you yep. so much. Rusty number two. Actually, he's Rusty number four. Yeah, yep. Joe Dirty Locks corrected you, correct. Rusty number four. four. Wow. Yes. Uh, yeah. Anthony Michael Hall, Rusty in the second movie, Rusty in mm-hmm. Christmas Vacation, which is a little brunette kid that's actually younger than Audrey in Christmas Vacation. They switched oh, the ages it's on the, Christmas uh, Vacation. It's yeah, uh, Roseanne and um, Becky. Or no, no, it's what's his, uh, what's her name's boyfriend that moves in from uh, the nerd. Yeah. Oh yes, uh, uh, I know who you're talking about. From, it's uh, uh, yeah. uh, what's his name's brother? What's his name's brother from Big Bang Theory? Uh, yeah. But I know who you're talking about. Becky's boyfriend. Becky's brother. boyfriend. Uh, and in uh, and then in the last move, oh, it is that guy. Oh, holy shit! I totally. Mm-hmm. Bu- it mm-hmm. is that dude. Uh, uh, the dude from Big Bang Theory, and yeah, in yeah. Vegas Vacation, it is it is uh, Rusty Number Four, Ethan Embry. Ethan Embry. Yeah. And by the way, Olivia is the pantry lady's name. Thank you so much, oh, Ren Renwood. Ren Renwood, we would be nowhere without you. You are you are our fact checker extraordinary fact fucking there. We love Ren Renwood. So we, uh, who supports <laughs> David us, David from Roseanne. Yep. David, David, yes. John uh, Galicki. David from Roseanne. Thank you, Michael Lovella. Awesome. Uh, they should have sent all those zombies to Wally World, says Johnny Rico. <laughs> I should have worn my Wally World shirt. Oh, my gosh. I know you you were going to wear it another night because you figured Ethan Embry would survive longer than tonight. Yep. So we cut right over to Carter's face being eaten off, and Rick comes over and rips him off, kind of like a Band-Aid. You know, like just rips him off the walker. Yeah, tosses him across the, the ground. Which I didn't understand. Why not stab the zombie first? I don't know. Was he trying? Stab, stab Embry first. Was he trying to, like... Was he trying to keep Embry alive and like cut his cheek for a while? Maybe to see maybe. what was going on. Maybe it yeah. wasn't Embry's blood or yeah, or something. Well, maybe, like, why why, why even rip him off? And Just in stab fairness, the in the head. And yeah. in fairness, uh, Michonne and and uh, and and Morgan. Morgan get a little douchey about what Rick does here, but Rick does yeah. nothing wrong here. I mean, what are you gonna do? You're gonna cut his cheek off to stop him from becoming yeah, a zombie? Gonna be what was he gonna do, Joe? Like seriously, like he had no. He's gonna keep screaming until they all get eaten by zombies. He did yeah. the Either fucking humane right there, or you all die. He did the but fucking humane thing. Defense of all of you who are gonna die he because he's right screaming. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And he's gonna die a horrible death at this point. <laughs> Team Squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> 
And there's a rusty number five in this year's vacation movie that's terrible. I know I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I, I kind of don't want to. So let's wrap up this shit sa- this shit sandwich here. And uh, the walkie-talkie, we hear Carter's dead. We go off to Morgan, who says we have uh, an What op- was that screaming? What was that screaming? We go back, the, the herd's back online. We go to Morgan, who says, uh, is about to talk some shit. And, and Rick just starts barking orders and going into crazy Rick mode. Yeah, we, don't, we don't need to hear it now. We'll talk later. We, we have know. shit to yeah. do right yeah. now. Shit to we do right now. Can I trust you to do this thing? Go back and tell everyone the, the plan's mm-hmm. on. And Michonne and and uh, Michonne and Morgan share a moment of, oh, that's just Rick being Rick. So we cut well, back. Yeah, well, it's, no, it's, it's sad, kinda, but we know this had to happen. Yeah, this is how life is. It sucks, but... But the, it is what it is. The Belichick eh, thing. It is what it is. So I we, don't have to like it, but I accept it. So we cut back to Daryl doing his thing, Lauren, down the road. And uh, one of the lanky walkers gets a very uh, specific focus. Good for that extra. So we go off to mm-hmm. Jesse and Rick in the past. Him getting flares, yada, yada, yada. Uh, we talked a lot about the scene already. She says, yes. Rosita's going to yes. teach me how to shoot. You're, you're not getting any more of this. I can't allow you around my son. Blah, blah, blah. We already went to death on that. So we can just kind of yada, yada that. He's not getting any. Exactly. But uh, yeah, whatever about Jesse. I don't mind her so much. I, in some sense, but more Abraham, more Carol, less Jesse. Uh, so we go back in time and uh, more, Carl. more Carl, more anybody but Jesse. Yeah. So Rick yeah. is heading out and uh, Rick is uh, the plans break. We see the plan working. We focus on Sasha and Abraham. He's asking her some questions about the road trip before they go in. Do you want to die? Just kind of vetting her before Just the road trip. She gets Are a huge you having a death wish. No, with a big smile on her face. Cut to their car driving, and he's enjoying himself. You can see that they're fi- they're learning to live together and finding uh, strength in numbers. So we go to the black, the bl- the black and white again, and this is where the plan ends. Where we see the end of the plan, we see a scene of Rick and Glenn at the place setting up, setting everything up. He talks to Nick, mm-hmm. and he says, "I don't want you with me. You're not ready for this, and I'm going to make sure you learn one day." Says Glenn to Rick to Nick. I like yeah. the scene between the two of them, and yeah. uh, will I, be ready. Just I like yet. Glenn. I like Glenn a lot in this episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm. Uh, Softing, soft coating that. How much Glenn was really awesome in this episode. Yeah, yeah. His character has evolved so much to a great extent. It's wonderful. Well, as and as much as it has evolved, um, you know, he it, it Maggie points out that he really is the same guy that he was. Absolutely. He, he, yeah, he's the good man. He is. Yeah, let's but ju- he's also practical and reasonable and brave. Let's jump in the chat yes. quickly for a second. Special guest online says, "I think Morgan and Michonne were concerned if there was a sliver of satisfaction from killing that guy." Good point. Very good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Gypsy says, "I know it would have." They both heard. They both heard his his little speech on the porch about yeah. he's going to die. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Gypsy says, "I know it would have made a really short episode, but they could have just uh, made some explosive." We Joe talked made some explosives mm-hmm. and tossed them in there. That's what Joe was saying at the very beginning. Of the episode, no Lori yeah. still sucks. We have lots of Lori. Apulia, welcome Apulia. Love you, Apulia. That was. Uh, like it just makes sense to try to get rid of as many of them as you can before you start. How reasonable, says Apulia. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what a reasonable solution to the plan. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. We have another text. Love the show, guys. Uh, what's more exciting than The Walking Dead being back? You guys are back. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, special guest online, Daryl wants to show uh, Daniel how to lead a ho- herd. That's absolutely right. He wants to show Daniel. Or wants to show mm-hmm. Daniel that it's actually difficult. 
So, uh, so anyways, let's just zip through the end here. So Glenn and a few others are in modern time. We go back to Rick and Black and White giving another speech. Freedom! I know this sounds so insane, fun. but this insane world, we've heard this before, as the music gets heavy in the light as we get great sound design in this episode as all the walkers with kind of like the rock and roll look. Yeah, and that's the show us we're right back at the beginning. Our, to- our yeah. back and forths are now pretty exactly. much over, yeah. right? As yeah. we pan out, we see a ton of walkers in the work. And as everything's working, the whole plan is working. Rick's like, okay, it's the end of the plan. We hear some horn or alarm or something. And uh, it's freaking everybody out. Everyone starts freaking out. What's they're coming you know, from? All What's going on? Going right all all the zombies start yeah. going right towards him. Uh, Michonne's like, where's that coming from? Rick says, I think it's coming from home. And yep. we see the walker herd start to uh, walk their way towards. Great aerial shot. Here. Oh, it was great. Great visual shot. Great. So many great visual shots in yes. this episode. I can't say enough about it i can't say enough about uh the this again the scale that, of which they shot this episode with all the mm-hmm. walkers and it really to me seemed like like the most that they and it is it sh- showed that it was the most that have ever been on screen yes yeah, yeah. And they were all real, not CG and stuff. We didn't get any uh, Oompa Loompas from Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Some deep really, Roy. This, this this footage comes from, uh, you know, watching fans poil, f- file into, like, a, a big festival, like at Bonnaroo The Catalines, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's clear out the sh- chat here a little bit. Uh, Apu, you're welcome. Michael Lovell says to make explosives necessary to take out that many walkers. There would have been a ton of fuel for explosives. <laughs> Absolutely. Tim, and I can start Phil again. Duke Chronic says, Tobin was the guy in the radio with Rick, and that's going to be an issue. Michael Lovell says, that's why I think Tobin blew the horn from the truck yeah. he was driving. Interesting. Yeah. Jesse equals Laurie 2.0. 2.0. Oh, Wolves yes. not far. Duke oh. Chronic says, Morgan is going to have to stand up to Rick, but no one's going to believe them. A day in late says, great ending when it goes to black and the horns still going awesome ending and i think if anyone is going to be proactively in rick's face it's going to be morgan i think daryl will always do it with passive aggressively yes he doesn't he said morgan's going to stand up for rick not to rick for rick interesting oh interesting okay but i also think i also think if someone is to stand up to rick uh it's going to be morgan as well morgan and michonne are, are the two most likely candidates for that to knock I think Rick Darryl out. Well, they would, it. if it really came down to it. They Daryl would stand it, so. up to him if something. Uh, Absolutely. If he really crossed a line. Michael Olavel says, "If she was 2.0, I would mean would be the same with slight improvement. It would take a real dick move to make her fall below Lori." Uh, good point. A day late says it was bigger than a truck horn. It was much bigger than a truck horn. It was kind of. They said it was really far away. It sounded like one of those. Um, it was Storm a, warning emergency like air sirens. Yeah. yeah. A blow, a, uh, a, one of those boat things like wah, wah, or or it sounded like it actually sounded like an alarm, like a fire alarm. Or like, you know the crank horn. Tobias, special guest online says, I I like what uh, Katie, read what special guest <laughs> online just said. Tobias was blowing the horn. Yeah. Tobias! Tobias. Yeah. Uh, he deserves to be on this show. Rob Boy. Welcome, Rob Boy. This episode was Blood Clat Mad Love from the Walking from Jamaica. Welcome from Jamaica, Jamaica man. man. Uh, Jamaica, I'm going to slide off camera just to support you in the way that. Rob Boy. In honor of Jamaica. Yeah, in honor of Jamaica. I'm. I'm I am I, praying I to some jaw right now, buddy. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Guys, Daryl will stand up. Uh, everyone says, Apulia, walk our hordes with the best thing about this episode. So I guess, I guess, Joe, here we go, Joe, Katie. Oh. It is, it is, oh my God, is it? It is. Wait. 
It's time to end things up, folks. Folks, everybody, thank you for tuning in to this week's Walking thank Dead you. recap. We really appreciate all you guys tuning in tonight for our first episode of mm-hmm. The Walking Dead. We'll be back next week and every week to talk about The Walking Dead. If this is your oh, first yeah. time and you've made it this far and you haven't already, please, please, please hit that subscribe button. And also, please share it with a friend if you can. Like the video. Comment in the video during the week. Do all those fun things. Share your thoughts. You guys make this show happen. As much as you push us, is as big as we'll grow. Also, keep an eye out for me on a special podcast and another channel pretty soon. I will share it on the channel and put out a post about it, but I did a very special podcast for a uh, bigger YouTube channel. I'm really excited about that coming out soon. We will also be back very soon this week on Wednesday with me and new co-host on the podcast Big Daddy Matt. Show him Big Daddy Love. Big Daddy, Big Daddy Love to show, uh, to talk about some Soprano action. And I think Joe and I will be back this coming Friday for more, uh, for a week in recap a review again as there was no show last week because we had trouble scheduling. Also want to mention that if some of you have been checking out our video game streaming, we've made a decision to start a new channel dedicated just for the video game streaming and kind of keep this as reviews and recaps and keep that as uh, as uh, as uh, video games. So check out uh, Dirty Issues Gaming if you find that channel out. That will have all of our gaming stuff. I'm taking all the gaming stuff off this channel and moving it over to there. So that will be a dedicated gaming channel for Joe and I to be streaming all time. So join us over there for that kind of fun. And we'll be back a lot more here and there talking more fun. Share your thoughts. We love you. Everybody in the chat. Breath fresh of air. Fear the walking dead after this. Joe, are you going to be on later? Says Ren Renwood. Uh, uh, streaming? Yeah, most likely. So check it out. Dirty Probably issues streaming. Story mode, but some, some, uh, some factions of... Dark Merlin says, I seem to miss an awesome show, but at least I caught an awesome recap. Y'all always great and in best entertaining, as entertaining as The Walking Dead stuff. Awesome. Love you. Michael of us is later, fellas. Great show as always. I was able to check out your game streams uh, some more this week. Respect Man says, says, uh, oh, what, buddy from Jamaica. Do Chronic. Thanks, Phil. Issues guy, Joe. Dirty Locks, Katie Crow. Night, Michael. Whoopee. Goodbye, everyone. Apulia. We love you all so much. Good night. Hey, don't eat them, they're not one. It is not entrails. Thank you so much. Thank you.